KCLR Live Sport The AIB GAA All-Ireland Senior Club Hurling Final Ballyhale Shermox versus Coop Collins Dunlight With thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited Well Drilling Services Piltown See jerrycomfortdrilling.ie Yes you're very welcome along It is All-Ireland Final Day Shane O'Keefe with you Just for the next few seconds As we get ready to hand over To two-time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronnie Ronan And Mr Brendan Hennessy Before we do that though We have to look back at last year Look back at the hurt That was experienced by Ballyhale Shermox in the crescendo of this encounter in 2022 against Bally Gunner and this Harry Ruddle goal. Bally Hill Shamrocks have it. Cody had it. Didn't hold on to it. Bally Gunner tried to come out with their shoulders going in as if it was an international rugby match. Oh. But they're fair and square. It's across the middle of the park to Paddy Levy. Paddy Levy, did he pick it from the ground? No, he comes with it for Bally Gunner. Last throw the dice for Bally Gunner. The three minutes are up. Here they go. They need a goal to win it. They're trailing by two. Bally Gunner race forward. Here's the shot coming. There's a gun in. Oh, he's got the goal. He got the goal. Bally Gunner could be about to win the All-Ireland title. They can't be much time. Left. Oh I think they've God. robbed it. I think they've done what Shamrock's no, 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 done. It's all, it's all over. Barry Gunner have won with the last puck of the ball. They've done what Shamrocks have done to every club in Leinster in the All Ireland title. What a finish for Barry Gunner. What a finish. Last year in Crow Park, but this year in Crow Park, Shamrocks are back there again and back with KCLR is the voice of sport here. Mr. Brendan Hennessy joined by two time All Ireland winner Adrian Ronan. Gentlemen, the floor is yours. Thanks very much, Shane. You're very welcome to a cool enough Croke Park. The Artane band in front of us here and the referee and his officials lining up and facing the Hogan stand. The referee today is Johnny Murphy of Limerick. His linesmen are Liam Gordon of Galway, Michael Kennedy of Tipperary and the sideline official Brian Keown. Umpires Michael Mead, James Hickey, Andy Dooley and Jimmy Barry Murphy. There's what we'd be given, Ronnie. It's a big one for the Shamrocks. There's been a few talking points. Adrian Mullen not starting. Niall Short listed to start at right half forward wearing number 21. And a change in the subs. Chris Cody, who was named at number 30, is now replaced by Brian Cody, 31. They're the only two changes we've got in personnel. But uh, a huge day for Dunlai and it's certainly a massive year for Shamrocks under 50th year. Yeah, massive for Shamrocks, as you said, under 50th year. Adrian Mullen, a huge loss for sure. But the news that Brian Cody is available adds definitely strength to their options on the bench and Darren Mullen is back so Darren Mullen is back uh, Brian Cody is back on the bench but a great day and a great opportunity for young Niall Shorten the St Kieran student himself and Killian Corkin both still in school in St Kieran's of course so a big day for young Shorten to be starting but again as we said looking at the subs Brian Cody there in the huddle with the 16 players so I expect Brian Cody to have a, a, a part to play as well as Adrian or Darren Mullen so huge for um, Shamrocks as you said 50th year 50th occasion a lot of those players have been here on numerous occasions and for the mentors it's a big day Pat Oban Niall Lacey massive. and Jimmy Maher that's their first day uh, in Crow Park with the Shamrocks so a massive day for them of course as they're um, they've been introduced to, to Larry McCarty yeah. Lucas Goel, Larry McCarty hope he gets the captain right to there Ronnie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah those things can can happen Ronnie just for Dunloy they're here in their thousands I know they said it's a small area in Antrim but my god every man woman and child is here today from Dunloy and to be fair they've been 
heartbroken here in previous times uh, Dunline themselves will be looking to put a bad recent record I suppose behind them uh, they lost out to Borough in 95 Six Mile Bridge 96 Borough 3 and Newtown Chandram in 2004 now they did in 1995 take I think it was 95 they brought Borough to the extra replay. time but it wasn't to replay yeah it wasn't to be and you know they're coming down here and to be fair um, Shamrocks have been tested along the way here today and I think Dunline will be similar to Nace Tom O'Lally's Nace because they certainly caused Shamrocks problems here a couple of weeks ago yeah look it's a massive occasion as we know Antrim Hurling is a massive uh, um, up there in Antrim Hurling but look these guys have been here as I said it's a different generation it's their fathers and their fathers before them have been here this young outfit they're young they're light and they're fast Brendan and we know what young light and fast did to Ballyhale with Kilmacud and Nace so young light and fast can trouble Ballyhale but look Ballyhale Shamrocks as we know in Crow Park on All-Ireland Day they've only lost two All-Irelands they've yeah. lost two All-Irelands in their record lost in 1978 yeah, and Shane played the, the huddle there for Harry Ruddle in 2022 so Shamrocks when they're in All-Irelands seldom lose All-Irelands two they've lost and of course they've won eight All-Irelands going for their ninth and of course a great record TJ and Colin Fenley going for uh, six All-Ireland medals Joey going for uh, five and of course uh, in the subs they have two other uh, great players and stalwarts Mark Alward number 16 and Owen Reid who have been great stalwarts for Ballyhale Shamrock so look massive day for this group of players Imagine Brendan only for COVID they'd be going for five in a row and That's Harry Ruddle of course Harry Ruddle was yeah. the problem he got, yeah. he got in the middle and going back to the record only 81 was their first 2020 their last 84, 90, 2007, 2010 2015, 2019 this is what's the pride of the parish Ronnie you were here yourself a, a number of years ago once a long time ago but uh, a number of years ago this is what it's all about the team's marching behind the R10 band on AIB club final day and it's great to see a crowd here because the final semi-finals it was very disappointing that it was put on when it was put on and there was no one here to see the two best teams in the country at that given time but here we are we've got the two best teams in the country now Shamrocks and John Lai Cool Collins it's a massive day for Antrim Hurling massive day as you said for Antrim Hurling I see no, number 20 is uh, in the in the hood in, is in the in the parade so number 20 for uh, uh, Nicky McCaig again I think I played against his father most of these Antrim guys their father the Elliots the O'Kanes but he's in number 20 there's a 21 I see there Decky Smith yeah. in, uh, walking along there there's, as well in front there, of 12 there's number 17 number 17 is on and number 20 so two I think there's two Brendan uh, changes number 20 and number 17 Connor Kinsla and Nicky McHaig and as he said massive day for Antrim Hurland yeah you're 100% Decky Smith is not there at 17 and 20 well spotted Ronnie we've Hawkeye working in Croke Park and the match hasn't even started <laughs> his name is Adrian Ronan so number 20 will start for them as the band take the teams and the captains right over to the far side a huge day for Ronan Corcoran of the Shamrocks and for Paul Shields do them ironically we're number 8 here today and our coverage today will be brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comerford well drilling services Pilltown C Jerry Comerford drilling he's been with us right throughout the club championship there's plenty of music there's plenty of colour and Ronnie we should be in for a very very lively opening few minutes and if Shamrocks do what Shamrocks try to do I think they'll go looking for a lot of early goals will they? They will and I think where Shamrocks might see the weakness and just notice Brendan on the far side today the kids and the parents of kids they have to use the excusing stand for some reason if a children child wants to come today so it's great to see the far side of the field full on all Ireland day or busy I should say not full busy on the far side today on the far side but Ballyhale I think the big thing for Ballyhale Shamrocks today is the Dunlai lights are, are maybe on the smaller side I expect a few Scud missiles to win on top of uh, 
TJ Reid possibly and certainly Colin Fenley because they have the physique and the strength but Dunloy are fast Brendan they were very good here against Thomas Davis the last day, or St. Thomas is the last day and a very good and very mobile half battling so look mobility maybe is where um, Dunloy might feel to have the advantage but look the hurlers the talent the experience and I suppose the greatest hurler of all time is wearing a white jersey today oh, yeah. and one, certainly one of the greatest hurlers when we had DJ then Henry came then Richie Hogan came and now TJ Reid but certainly when you have TJ Reid in your armour it's a massive help to you and uh, I expect a lot of high ball to go on top of Colin Finley. Yeah, teams break away from behind the band uh, just on the hill 16 corner with the Cusick stand and the R10 bad will make their way back towards the Hogan stand as the Shamrocks make their way down towards the D in the Davin end of Croke Park here and it's a huge huge day as Ronnie said for Pat Hogan the banished door James Marr and Niall Lacey the backroom team of course Gregory O'Kane is the banished door of Cullens of Dunloy John Martin Kevin Martin Christy McGilligan and Dominic Dillon all his backroom team so now the team we have been given for Shamrocks is Dean Mason in goal Killian Corcoran Joey Holden and Brian Butler is the full back line Evan Shefflin Richie Reid and Dara Corcoran the half back line the captain is Ronan Corcoran in the middle of the park partnering Paddy Mullen at 9 Niall Shortle comes in for the injured Adrian Mullen wearing number 21 at right half forward TJ Reid centre forward and Owen Cody wears the number 12 shirt Owen Keneally is at 13 Colin Fennelly 14 and Joey Cody 15 and Ronnie just as I'm reading out that team it backs up everything you've been saying there's some great names there but it's all about on the day it's all about on the day and as we know and Pat Hoban made reference during the year Tullerone gave him a great fright they had a fright in the championship the village gave him a great fright then they came along and Nace had him rattled he covered the game of course that day and of course the last day Bally Gunner maybe didn't put up the fight so look there is a lot of talk about Bally Hale being so strong but as we mentioned these Antrim guys they love their hurling they haven't come down here for not they've made two interesting changes Brendan so obviously either there's two lads injured or not I don't know who the two guys are gone off because two two looks like he's playing three looks like he's playing and four but yet in in, in the warm up or in the behind the national anthem they had made two changes 17 and 20 are in there and 17 we, and 20 are in but I don't know who's gone we haven't um, been officially given we'll, no. have, we'll have a look at the numbers here now it looks like we could be heading for a moment silence here also in Croke Park but uh, Don Lykel Cullens on the hill 16 end we've a national anthem So that's what it's looking like here at the moment. It used to be always for the second game. So they're opening. Jerry Grogan, the stadium announcer, announces her on the vein in Croke Park on AIB club final day. Shamrocks, Bally Hale, and Dunloy first up. The Dunley supporters for passion. They screamed their heads off here in their semi-final win over St. Thomas's. 
and Ballyhill supporters known for their quietness their shrewdness and their great support of this team coming from a bit of a smaller area of Knockmile and Knocktofer and Ballyhale Johnny Murphy the Limerick referee is about to get proceedings underway here the man with a big connection to back down home his uncle Mick living in Ballymurphy there and his cousin Dennis the star of Mount Leinster Rangers Leinster final win a number of years ago we wish you well Dennis if you're tuned in this afternoon here we go ball in and game is on and already we have a bit of a rook situation it is Dunlight who will play towards the Davin end moving the ball through the middle of the park and here's a long range effort coming to try and get them on the score sheet but Joey Holden comes across as he has done on so many occasions before here in Crow Park wins that gets it to Richie Reid two household names already first meant to touch the ball and now it's down towards Paddy Mullen Paddy goes for a massive ball into the hill 16 end that's a massive drive Ronnie said to be a few rocket launchers there's one in and to get a 65 as a reward Ronnie that was some drive of a ball from his own 65 he laced it in Colin Finley was under they've got a 65 yeah and as, as, as predicted maybe Brendan, that was probably the route to go because as I said, the Dunlai guys may be on a smaller and slighter side uh, size-wise. And Paddy Mullen, when you talk about lads in great shape, there's a man who's in great shape, Paddy Mullen. He's back uh, from injury during the summer and uh, he looks like a lad in great shape. But look, expecting Scud missiles, a missed opportunity for Dunlai when they had the possession and now they've presented TJ with a, a 65 uh, for his opening. And a, a kind of an easy one for uh, TJ because it's in front of the goals. Yeah, he scored eight points in the 2020 final against Borussia Salih, TJ. 2022, he scored eight points versus Bally Gunner. And here he goes to open his accounts for the Shamrocks in Croke Park in 2023. TJ Reid didn't strike that as well as he would have liked, or has he? Dropped low, but there's Fenley prowling. Here's a strike on the ground, typical Kilkenny style. Short was the man Wentford. Back to Fenley. He's well blocked off there by Coo- the Cool Cullens. They've done really well on this occasion, but Fenley's around long enough to know how to deal with that. He knocked an intelligent ball back out to Joseph Cuddy. And Joseph Cuddy has dissected the post for score to the Shamrocks, Ronnie. Yeah, the, a missed opportunity by TJ Reid. When did you ever say that, Brendan, or when did we ever? But drop short, he didn't get the rise. Good score. Fenley did well to get, again, as I said, the high ball into Fenley seems to be the one they might go for for a while Ryan Elliott with the puck out for Dunlaiku Cullens we spoke with his dad before the game started he's a former goalkeeper with Coo Cullens and with Antrim himself here they go working the ball out their own half back line there's no real nerves for them they're good tough men here's Keelan Malloy their corner forward nice steady player mm-hmm. sends a lovely ball across to the Antrim star Conal Culling outside the D Conal Culling lays it off here's a great run coming through we knew it would run this is a goal chance for Coo Cullens and they've got it Ronan Malloy has got the goal we spoke about that about the speed the support play to Keelan Malai from Ronan Malai from behind him and over the shoulder he's buried it low and Darren Ma- Dean Mason had no chance that was a very well worked goal Ronnie brilliant goal game on Brendan because to be fair I was going to criticise Dunlai they were holding on to possession and looking for an opportunity so they've come as we said with that plan using their speed and trying to isolate Joey on a two man full of forward line but a brilliant brilliantly taken goal a brilliant pass and yes Brendan they have a plan and they're going to use it as best they can but look this will waken up the Shamrocks have nothing else one goal Dunlai one point to the Shamrocks three minutes on the scoreboard with thanks to Jerry Comerford drilling well drilling services in Pilltown see Jerry Comfort here's a sideline ball for the Shamrocks they were ready and quickly going to take it but to be put on two minds a low ball sent across the D and it works favourably for Joey Could he got the first score tried to play it back in field might have been as well with a ground shot Colin Fenley gets a good little tackle in along the ground there but it will be cleared by Ryan McGarry the full back of Dunlai he sends it down to Cusick 
left-hand side. They'll line out with Ryan. Ellie is in goal. Phelan Duff and Ryan McGarry, who just cleared that ball in Oren Quinn in their full-back line. Aaron Crawford, Kevin Malai and Eamon Smith in their half-back line. Their captain is Paul Shields. He's partnering Owen McFerrin in the middle of the park. The goal scorer from number 10 was Ronan Malai. Gabriel McTaggart at 11. Nigel Elliott, 12. Keelan Malai, 13. Conal Culling, 14. And Sean Elliott, 15. That was the 15 we were given. But there's two replacements. Connor Kinsler and Mickey McCaig are on the Dunlai team the ball is wasted this time from Dunlai Brian Butler has it for the Shamrocks Brian is playing a corner back and his fair share of injuries but he's flying it today long driving ball all the way down to the full forward line Colin Fenley is on it Colin Fenley on the 14 metre line sends it in from the he was on the 20 in actual fact and that's what they want to do they want to find big Colin he'll get the finish so the Ballyshale Shamrocks man but the famous family dynasty has got his second. So there's one between them, Ronnie. One goal to Dunlai, two points to Shamrocks. Yeah, and again, uh, great score. Another high ball in top of Conan Fenley. Still trying to work out who's not playing for uh, Dunlai. They have two subs. Can't see the two numbers that are missing at this stage. But certainly, as we said, great opening uh, f- few minutes in this game. And great atmosphere, Brendan. Certainly is a great atmosphere. Don't feel it goes. TJ Reid is underneath this one. He's running onto his chest all the way by Owen McFarren. TJ Reid has it. TJ Reid, difficult angle. Slices it in off the boss of the stick. If that's there, that's score. Before the rest of the 25 scores come, that is a score and a half, Ronnie. Yeah. He had no real angle to work with. We're level. Three points to the Shamrocks. One goal to Dunlai. TJ Reid on the score sheet. Yeah, and he's turned up at left half forward at this stage. There are plenty of movement in the, the Ballyhale forwards, as he said. But look again, um, the Dunlai guys are trying, as we said, to have a plan here. Here's a puck out now down to number 17 great puck out but as Corkin has done very well but look they've come with full of intent Brendan and I expect uh, to be fair to the Dunlai guys Brendan they're going to make a game of it for sure they certainly will Ronnie there's no bad teams in Antrim there's no bad teams in Ulster Hurling you play them you know you play them they're very very competitive they have a line ball now the surface is not brilliant Ronnie I know it's Croke Park it's at its best for winter but a lot of sand on the pitch a lot of sand on the pitch and again uh, as we said it has been we've seen it in better conditions for sure and this guy again number 15 the miss hit out but Ballyhale will be disappointed Brendan they let him in for that goal while it was a very well taken goal he got in rather easy to take the score but Ballyhale Shamrocks have snored at us Evan Shefflin has given away yeah. possession it's a, it's a clumsy ball really and it's not it's not Shamrock like but it's gone out for a line ball and again it will be Ronan Malai the man that got the well I thought it was going to be Ronan it's going to be Sean Elliott of Dunlight to take this sideline cut and he's on the 45 metre line in the Davin end of Croke Park we're just a few minutes old six minutes old three points to the Shamrocks Bally Hale one goal to Dunlai we're level in Croke Park here's the sideline ball he has to go very short with it didn't work out as well as he would have liked but a nice bit of skill Done. to try to take away but Richie Reid has been intelligent gets it to the brother TJ TJ sells a bit of a dummy he's back in his own half back line he looks downfield diagonal ball right over to the far side got it in as far as Niall Shortle hits off a Niall's hand couldn't hold on to it line ball for the Dunlai men and the nearest man to it over there was their number seven that was Eamon Smith now they'll work the ball downfield this is Oren Quinn wearing number 4 corner back for Dunlai he plays a diagonal ball to Nigel Elliott he's chaperoned all the way by Dara Corcoran Corcoran is a big man Corcoran did well coming across to support him was Ronan Corcoran the captain he plays a ball along the ground it's not overly classy at the moment it's a fair old battle seven minutes gone here in Croke Park and back come the Shamrocks they're in the middle of the park and they have it it's a Ronan Corcoran driving it in that's it intercepted all by Dunlight they're coming back looking for one they're coming back looking for one and it is one goal still to Dunlight three points to the Shamrocks here they go Sean Elliott is causing problems he didn't strike that as well as he would have liked Dean Mason has to deal with it a dicey ball coming towards him but he plays it far, far as Richie Reid and Richie Reid with an intelligent ball to Owen Cody hasn't been in the game as of yet could be in it now trying to work it downfield he's been bottled up there for the minute Owen Cody 
Dunlay win it back Keelan Malloy Keelan Malloy sending it down into the corner there for the Shamrocks is Corcoran Killian this time Ronnie is having a nightmare with his microphone yeah. there at the moment here <laughs> sir you're alright it's just the listeners will be giving out not me <laughs> the referee has blown the whistle on that far side so it's don't know whether it's a free in or a free out or he's going to throw it in on the Top 20 ball, line not a bad start no a great start great lively start and as you said maybe the pitch uh, lending to the, some of the mistakes Brendan because the pitch is not Crow Park as we know it and certainly it's lent to some of the mistakes uh, first pick and the first touch letting down some of the players but as you said very bright opening five minutes for both teams certainly is uh, there's a ball cleared by the Shamrocks right downfield it's a nice bit of stick work from Shamrocks as well trying to get in onto it there was Owen Keneally he's tall Owen Keneally's been put under pressure by the number 7 Eamon Smith and Eamon Smith won that battle gets it across to the far side but Owen Cody comes back around the corner he tries to get it doesn't get it fair good play by Oren Quinn the little corner back for Dunlight knocks it back to the full back line and it's driven right down into the corner but a ball like that in Croke Park is no good Ronnie because there's too much space and Shamrocks were always going to get that he hit it right down into no man's land yeah no again they're trying to work the ball and work the possession and you see the Ballyhale starting to get a little frustrated too because again there's a few mistakes being made by both teams and as we said quite all the experience in the world uh, Shamrocks as I said not having uh, all their own way some elementary mistakes that we're not used to seeing by the Ballyhale men yeah well that's uh, the story at the moment Ryan, Craw- Ryan McGarry is the full back he's going for the ball there and Brindley's gone he's after putting his hand up whoops that's out Ronnie I just try to work it out there as the game was proceeding I think the two players that are not, not out there is Aaron Crawford and Gabriel McTaggart I'm not quite sure but we weren't given it officially but I've ticked off everybody else that I found and them two I haven't yeah so, make, make number 11 yeah uh, and um, 5 is it 5 I'd say yeah number yeah. 11 and 6 someone else is sending the 6 no he's there yeah. Kevin Malai is there yeah Malai is there him. 6 is there yeah 6 is there yeah. so it's looking yeah. like 5 not five. to worry anyway we'll call them when they get it we haven't been officially told I thought they were doing a little bit of trick as well to put two lads in the prey. Yeah, and then that could have <laughs> sometimes happens as well, but they didn't. They've played the two players. But look, we're opening. They'll be happy. Ten minutes, and as I said, they've got the goal. They're trying to work the ball, but um, and trying to be clever. So there's a TJ. Yeah. This one wasn't going to drop short, Ronnie. No, great score by TJ. Need helps to settle them down. And again, they needed that because, as we said, few little mistakes being made by the Shamrocks men, uh, which is not like them. Certainly not. Here's the puck out coming from Ryan Elliott, keeping up with great family tradition. In that goal for Dunloy. Heartbreak, as I said, with all the finals they have lost here, but they've done very well to get her. Lockheed Shamrocks, the only Antrim club to have won the All-Ireland title. Here comes Shamrocks, though. Paddy Mullen, another rocket launcher, right down to the hill 16, and Colin Finley is underneath, and he breaks it. Breaks favourably now. Here's a chance for the Shamrocks. Cody, oh, and Cody. It's a good stop by the keeper. I don't think he knew much yeah. about it, but he stopped it, and Ryan McGarry picks up the pieces, and the umpire says it's gone wide, and I think that run, if you see a replay, might have got a bit of a deflection, but in fairness to young Elliot, he did quite well. He did very well, but Owen Cody also done very well. It was a half chance, and in these conditions, and the pitch the way it is, but the goalie, you're dead right, Ryan Elliott did very well to get down to block it. But again, as we said, Shamrock starting to settle down, and as we mentioned, Scud missiles going in the top of Conan Finley. There's where they've identified the weakness that maybe here's another big rocket launcher going yeah, down. Paddy Mullen it's sees the like man that's firing yeah. the missiles today in around the top of Colin Finley. Shortless just underneath it, Nile. 
Didn't get it this time. It's going to be cleared. Cool Cullen's midfielder is back there. Owen McFerrin wearing nine. Sends it out to the Cusick stand side. Back there is Keelan Malloy. He's wearing 13. Runs out of space and it's gone a little bit scrappy for them at the moment. Game has gone a little bit scrappy. They still have only got the one goal. I know they all count, Ronnie. But with 12 minutes on the clock, you'd hope to get more in a hurling game. Shamrocks, yeah. however, have four, but they lead by one. Four yeah. points to one goal. Yeah, it's all about possession and it seems that both teams want the possession. But the Dunley lads in particular, they're trying to hold on to possession down this end of the field. But they're leaving Evan Sheffield quite free down here but very noticeable that they are going high with every ball in on top of Fenley and that's not like typical Shamrocks Shamrocks normally work the ball in but they've obviously identified possible weakness in the small men in Antrim here, well, they, here come. they come we said they're good at running this is the midfielder Paul Shields the captain Over. that's a great strike by Paul Shields another inter-county man plays for Antrim Paul's on the score sheet and we're level in Croke Park bang on 12 minutes 4 points Shamrocks 1-1 one, one to Dunloy they've come in their thousands Dunloy the puckout will come from Dean Mason Ronnie just going to say Brendan if there's anyone left in Dunloy there can't be too many because every score and every ball that's touched by a Dunloy man there's huge support for them well, the underdogs here today with Antrim hurling is good they're going to be playing in the championship this year of course they're Joe McDonough champions and there was a bit of a wild swing there from an Antrim player Johnny Murphy I think is wagging the finger at him and telling him I think if you read it right uh, you look at you got your free just be careful because uh, it, was, it wasn't wild wild but if he connected with somebody there with it he was a little irate however it's a long range free for Paul Shields Ronnie I've seen this fella playing a few times this fella can play hurling yeah and looking again you mentioned Brendan there's about 4 or 5 the Antrim hurlers who've done very well last year winning the Christie Ring and uh, Joe, Joe McDonough and uh, over the last few years so they have a lot of experience here and we shouldn't and we we're not underestimating them and in these opening 12 minutes here's another big rocket of Scud missile every ball is going long and high if they can that's a wasted one though full back there Food and drink to him. Gathers it. They'll play it out. Call it now. Final third is the big one, isn't yeah. it, Ron? They've got to keep well, possession. Joey's free. They have to work it up, but there's no point hitting it in because Joey's free. But they've come with a plan yeah. now. They've overdone it. So you, have yeah. to be, you have to be comfortable if you're playing the possession game on the ball. And I'm not sure of it. Well, here we go. There's, there's a hurricane They've won it back. Here, here he goes. Against both sides. He's still going. He's still going. The corner. That's the corner back, Oren Quinn. He'll be centre forward next ah, year. Brilliant. <laughs> that's unbelievable stuff. It, it was like being in primary school watching the Egg and Spoon race. Ronnie he ran from Dunley to Dublin didn't drop it and he stuck it over the bar that's a great got, score Dunley lead by one he passed the 65 he got an off and landed opened up in front of him and again that's twice the Valley Hale have opened the goal uh, that up in front of him they'll be disappointed there's too many balls and too many lantern lads coming through the middle certainly so here comes Shamrock trying to win it back Dunley are playing quite well they're leading that ball is flicked off the stick of the Dunley man and it is four points to the Shamrocks. It's 1 2 to Dunloy. 14 minutes exactly played here in Croke Park in the AIB Club Senior Hurling All Ireland final. It was heartbreak last year. Bally Gunner defeated the Shamrocks with that famous Harry Ruddle goal. He'll go down in history in the GAA as one of the best ever in relation to Waterford hurling. Here's the sideline ball for Dunloy. There's not a lot of grass to play with for sideline takers, is there? They're not, but to be fair to Dunloy, each time they're doing the Limerick thing, they're not, every line ball is only going for. 5-10 yards they're not trying to drive it long and they're driving as I said into the into the again look Shamrock's making some elementary mistakes that they're not used to doing yeah here's Colin Finley he went he in there back, he battled well yeah they battled well here he goes he's a colossus of a man going forward he switches one across oh. goal chance on Cody that's uh, oh his hand is up he free is, in he's, oh, no, he's given it he's given he's it, given it yeah. Yeah. he was allowing the advantage Owen Cody has got the goal 
He's got the goal. Now, Ronnie, for me, that all came down to experience. They never stopped playing. Uh, young Shortle had seemed to have lost possession. Colin Finley came back out. He battled and battled. He won back possession. And something tells me that Dunleice stopped. They felt, I think, there might be a decision going their way. But play continued. And Owen Cody popped up and just had the easy task of tapping it into the net. 1-4, yeah. Shamrocks. 1-2, Dunleice. 15 minutes gone. A gift from Dunleice because, again, they had the possession, Brendan. They're trying to play the possession game, hold on to the ball. But you have to be very, very comfortable to do that. And both times... Uh, Dunlein man had the ball and he lost it they'll be very disappointed to give away a soft goal like that Owen Cody did well took it well and now Ballyhale will settle into the game or yeah. will they well, jo- Joy Holden did well that time it just got stuck between the feet of Ronan Corcoran on that occasion Shamrocks come out with the ball they're a little more comfortable at the moment but in fairness to Dunlein they're putting in some battle and here comes Nigel Elliott Nigel Elliott is still going forward hurled across oh. his face that was a high challenge yeah. it's going to be a free in Connell Cunning was the last man in possession it's going to be a free in from outside the D and he's another Antrim player as well so he has a chance to pull it back to a one point game it's 7-5 at the moment 1-4 to the Shamrocks 1-2 to Dunlein and Connell Cunning with a fine run on this occasion free outside to D Ronnie yeah and again Brendan the mistakes are coming I think from the pitch unfortunately it's not nice to be not praising the Crow Park but the pitch is definitely not conducive to what we're used to you can see a lot of mistakes being made a bit short for hurling isn't it it is a bit short for hurling and it's uh, proven to be mistakes but look Antrim need the score to keep the life in them because that goal had probably from Owen Cody has sucked the life out of Valley Hill would will settle down you'd expect now 1-4 to the Shamrocks Ballyhale 1-3 to Dunlight. we're into the 17th minute here on a big big day in Croke Park the AIB club finals and of course the football final will follow Kilmacud Crokes are playing the Glen the Glen from Derry Shamrocks are in a bit of bother here ball's got to be cleared it's scrappy from Shamrocks in defence and Dunloy have it oh just didn't stay they're back around the corner with this one flicking it to the man in space the man in space is Nicky McCaig turning and striking he's got it and we are level in Croke Park 1-4 to Dunloy 1-4 to the Shamrocks 17 minutes gone and I suppose Ronnie you that's a very experienced inter-county man and club player and playing in clubs back in the day Gregory O'Kane has probably said to them last coming out here as long as you stay with these fellas for the first 17 minutes we're in the game they're staying with them yeah. it's seven apiece and we were in the very same situation ourselves all those years ago when we played that great hat and right team we hung in there they were the better team but when it came to the very end they just had that little bit more experience and that's what Dunloy are trying to do here trying to stay in the game as long as they can because if they run I suppose change their tactics the Ballyhale will destroy him but now as we said Ballyhale that goal has given him the chance Cody's starting to come into the game he's got that goal yeah. This will be a great score yeah, if it goes it, over. Well, it, is. it all started with a great work by Evan Shefflin at number five, and it finished with a great score by Owen Cody. He's now got a goal and a point, but Evan Shefflin, he's key to everything that Shamrocks do in a defensive role. He's in a great unit there today. Killian Corcoran, Joey Holden, Brian Butler, and in the half back line, Evan, Richie Reid, and Dara Corcoran. It's a fine unit, but he really did well on that occasion. But Cody did really well to get the finish. Here's the puck out from Ryan Elliott. Shamrocks are back in front, 1 5 to 1 4. We're into the 19th minute of the opening half here in the AIB club hurling final but Keelan Malai wants to put Dunloy back level and wides have been scarce Ronnie he should yeah. have scored that but he's put it wide is that the first wide I think, I think it is I think that's the first wide for both teams yeah. we've had 65s uh, for sure but again here's another long scud missile in on top of Conan Fenley that's what they're going for young Keneally's got done brilliantly here he has he's back around the corner switches it in there's a run here oh they're well intercepted they did really well Dunloy in the full back line but they try to get it out towards Paul Shields TJ come in with a little bit of an interception oh. it's a little bit scrappy from Dunlight just along the ground get it away Colin Finley was poaching down it's back there helping out his 
Eamon Smith. He's the wing half back from Dunloy. There's a bit of a wrestle for possession in the middle of the park that's gone off of the Dunloy man. Their supporters felt, well, why wouldn't they? It should have been a line ball to them. It's a Shamrock's line ball. They're gone quickly with it. And now they're trying to break through the middle of the park. An intelligent hand pass from Paddy Mullen back outfield towards Dara Corcoran. Dara goes with a big one right into the keeper. He's a boss on that stick and it's massive. He's intelligent keeper. Ooh, just leaving the ball behind the first touch deprived. Kevin Malai, but he has it. He's rescued the situation. Down to Connor Kinsella. Connor Kinsella back into the centre half back position. Oren Quinn seems to have moved in there. He scored already. He sends a rocket launcher. Big, big ball. Ah, yes. Joey Holden hovered. I'd say it's always an eagle, but it's always seagulls here he was as high as them when they come in after the match he pulled that one from the clouds Joey did well 1-5 to the Shamrocks 1-4 done lie Shamrocks now, on the attack Ronnie Brendan that's three or four wasteful balls untypical like Shamrocks They're, they've decided to go along but Colin hasn't been in there for the last three or four balls so again they may have to change their tactics there is a, cha- a, a, a as I said a few mistakes being made by the Shamrocks they're not humming or buzzing like they should so as we said Dunloy hanging in there doing very well to be fair to them uh, but certainly Ballyhale that's three balls into the goalie's hands very untypical uh, Ballyhale ball out of play here we've a line ball this side well, good afternoon to all our listeners across the world listening on the KCLR app online at kclr96.com and on 94.6 to 96.9 across Carlock and Kenny and further afield you're very welcome to our coverage ball's back in play it's going to be a free Larry Tompkins is listening in Cork and his cousin Rory is listening in Clonmore 22 today huge GA fan living in Kilkenny he'd be on the Kilkenny team He's listening today. It's a super ball. Far side of the park. Evan Shefflin always pops up for one or two. He's popped up for one, Evan. But Ronnie, the intelligence in that move was typical Ballyhell Shamrocks. Yeah, and typical TJ Reid. Evan made the run. Great score. And again, it was never going to be scored from that distance, but he done well. As he always does, Brendan. You're right. Uh, every, Evan Shefflin always good for one or two points in every game. Maybe he'll get three today with the help of God. <laughs> one six. Well, he's off to a start with one. He anyway. is indeed. One twenty-one minutes. One six to the Shamrocks. One four to Dunlight good competitive three game three times there yeah got it three times there this is the thing Brendan they're trying to play the possession game and you know you have to be comfortable they've obviously come with this tactic they've went back the last three weeks and, uh, and decided this is the way but you can't learn that in three weeks it takes two to three years to do something like that yeah and you have to be playing look at you have to be playing the top teams for that to kind of stick as well yeah. and you can see just the final but in fairness they're putting up oh, one no, hell of a battle they're, no, good, they're good lads no they're putting up a great battle but they're, they're sticking to this plan at the minute of keeping the possession there's another short free look yeah. back to Evan to Evan. Evan is going to key it up. He's not going for the big one. He's looking to get down to Owen Cody in the corner. It's a very intelligent ball. Owen Cody has a bit to do. Got a a way with a shoulder there from the... Yes, don't lie right. man but he sends it in again great hurling by Evan Cody but intelligent from TJ Reid as well Owen Cody makes his total one goal and two points now Porrick looked after you with your programme there John is normally here but he's tuned to Ronnie in London John Mulroney oh. and Anne they're listening to us in London this afternoon so I hope you're enjoying the coverage along with everybody else in that part of the world Casey Lohr live from Croke Park 1-7 to 1-4 hope you enjoy the game John as Shamrocks take the ball from defence Killian Corcoran Killian Corcoran is your man is going to be the owner's destroying this little corner back yeah he's, he's, he's in the game now Owen Cody yeah. isn't he here we go back to the right half back position and Killian Corker has made his way upfield it's a wide ball though now is that I think that's Shamrock's first wide did, did TJ have a wide earlier no he dropped it short yeah. so that's the first you're right yeah, Ronnie I think there's a wide each don't worry it'll be a text if I it's wonder not. if that <laughs> corner back does he play under 12 you mentioned about school boys he looks like a little 12 year old when he's Joey Cody's gone over and look no, it's noticeable the size difference the size size difference that's why Ballyhale are going, going they're going high because that full back line are on the short side 
and, and maybe that's the route they're taking well we know that's the route they're taking yeah the Dunlay man has picked up a bit of a knock there the referee is given the free and it's tamed down a small already 1-7-1-4 at this stage you'd always ask yourself from Michael or Terror the lads what do you make of it after 23 minutes 1-7-1-4 uh, is three point advantage a fair reflection on what we've witnessed ah it is look it's been a, a, a brilliant opening for Dunlay they've come as we said with huge energy and huge enthusiasm and it's a little bit deflated now that goal from Owen Cody was of the soft variety for sure and I'm, unfortunately for the for the Dunlays lad it sucked the, 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 I suppose the energy out of them a little bit they need to hang into this game because as we said Ballyhale are now settling in they've 1-7 on the board and they've missed maybe uh, certainly maybe three or four untypical like uh, short balls weren't yeah, they they have they left them into the goalie so look Dunlay need to hang in here for their own sake to make a game of it but Ballyhale now settling in as we said uh, into their into their rhythm and TJ and Owen Cody in particular he's on fire and I've noticed again they've changed they've put number two over Owen Cody because he was giving Orden Quinn a bit of a torment for the last few minutes well here's Conal Cunning he's out on his own 65 on this occasion he's just a metre in front of it he's on half of the park he's a fine striker the ball Conal Cunning Best he score. sends it in it's a super score it's a white flag for Cunning it's his second of the afternoon and the man that's playing full forward for Dunloy is keeping them well in touch with the Shamrocks Ballyhale 1-7 to the Shamrocks a total of 10 points 1-5 to Dunloy it's a total of 8 points we are 6 minutes from regulation time out from half time whistle as uh, Dunloy go back and retreat and defend this one Owen Keneally is causing a few problems down there but out come Dunloy this has to stick it has the hand pass finds Conor Kinsella he walks back towards his own 13 metre line plays it back to the full back who probably won't thank him for the ball uh-huh. but they'll come out with it anyway and they'll play it short across Amy Smith has switched from left half back to right half back he's wearing number 7 for the Dunloy men he sends a big one downfield but there's two Shamrocks men there yeah. one was Evan Shefflin the other was Joey Holden it goes all the way runs back towards Dean Mason in the goal Dean gets a great ball to the middle of the park and the captain Ronan Corcoran says thank you very much mm. but it's gone to the left and wide not like him as I said again but Dunloy as I said full of energy but in this last third of the field Brendan Ballyhale have um, brought back Evan or our um, young Cork and Dara Cork and so they're just losing I suppose when they get it up to the fi- final third of the field they need to keep running at him but have the energy to keep running at him I don't think they can hold on to that energy well if you're into stats of the 1-7 score for Shamrocks 1-6 is from play and for Dunloy 1-2 is from play so that in itself tells a little bit of a story but Shamrocks are not setting the world on fire either Ronnie no but again I, they're doing enough they're doing enough but I think after, after this match you might hear uh, the players and the manager maybe mention that the pitch didn't wasn't conducive to the type of hurdle here's a chance here's a chance now Colin Fenley on Cody oh, oh brilliant save a great save by the young man in the goal Ryan Elliott but there's going brilliant. to be a free in here Colin Fenley was fouled pulled back on the 13 metre line and Owen Cody is probably disappointed he didn't finish that but I think you've got to give credit now, to the goalkeepers as well I see TJ having a word with Owen Cody so whatever t- Owen Cody did TJ didn't like him for doing that I'd say TJ was saying to maybe you should have took taken Catch your point yeah. maybe taking your point that's two chances Owen Cody's had He has, and he's, the goal he's done brilliantly but to be fair Cody is on fire he could have had two more goals because they were two great saves um, out of the Antrim goalie and this week when you analyse the match in the, oh, you know what 20s. Ron Look, looking back at it he didn't strike it as well and he, he kind of hit it straight at him as well I know he's still at the stop it yeah, but it was, it was, away from him it was poor enough however to have a free in and TJ Reid will take it to take his tally to three points today dead straight in front of goal Hill 16 end here's the lift there's the strike it's over the black spot from TJ he's got three a man that's had a busy year 1-8 to the Shamrocks Ballyhale 1-5 to Dunloy 
and we have 26 and a half minutes played here in the opening half with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Well Drilling Services Pilltown see Jerry Comerford Drilling .ie Adrian Ronan on analysis this afternoon and call commentary here in Croke Park on KCLR Evan Shefflin Evan Shefflin always does really well at right half back for the Shamrocks balls played with the hand pass into Paddy Mullen Paddy Mullen with the long ball downfield they're varying it they're going to the opposite side of the park this time now can he come back around the corner on Cody he's working in the left hand side this time Colin Finley in the 45 back to Cody he takes it quick he has to work this one well he did work it well gets a yard that's the difference he gets the yard showed his glass stepped off in the opposite direction and Owen Cody has now got 1-3 and uh, while we weren't being critical of not scoring the goal Ronnie a man of his calibre probably should have done better with the last effort and that's what TJ probably did say to him well he's corrected it straight away but no better man than Owen he's a quality player yeah and he's watching himself on the TV there but again he's on fire and I think that's why the Ballyhale men TJ has gone in on the edge of the square now we have Owen Cody TJ Reid and Conan Finley it's a uh uh, dangerous times for Dunlay and here's coming long into the tribune because they're, they're going to go for a goal before half time Brendan killed the game Paddy Mullen big ball here in are. here's Fenley Colin Fenley here he goes here Colin Fenley lays it off goal chance now oh. goal lost his footing going through Niall Shortle still a chance for the Shamrocks Fenley oh, oh he gives a yeah. free up a bit harsh <laughs> there, was, there was a fair few steps there alright yeah. but if he had a stuck in an onion bag it could have been over but again Brendan another chance for Ballyhale that's three goal chances clear goal Ballyhale chances that should have been taken goalie made two great saves but again they've TJ Owen Cody and Colin Fenley in there and they're trying as we said to isolate that full back line for uh, the Dunlai guys and again Dunlai living dangerously they're still in the game 1-9 to 1-5 but they could easily be gone away from if the Ballyhale men had to take their chances well TJ Reid coming into this game a 2.51 scored he now has 2.54 scored in the AIB club Championship of 22 23. 1 9 to the Shamrocks, 1 5 to Dunlai. That's 12 points to 8. It's a four point lead. And uh, Pat Hoban looks on anxiously here. Farmer Kilkenny minor manager, of course. Here come Dunlai. They'd like a score. A few nice, tricky players here is Nicky McCaig. Nicky McCaig. He took more than a few steps there as well, I think. Gets it back to Sean Elliott. He sends it in. That's a point. It worked well. It worked well. Sean Elliott spells it with two ends. 15. He got the score. There's a one hook of a ball between them. 1-9 to 1-6, Ronnie. One minute to half time. Yeah, no, and they did very well because they held on to possession. Not doing anything silly. Both teams have said it's all about possession and being clever and clinical. And that's what both teams are trying to do. Here's Evan Shefflin again. This will be a monster score, but no. Wide ball on the left-hand side. Wides have been scarce. It's yeah. been entertaining enough. It's not a classic, but it's very entertaining. I know, it's good quality hurling, yeah. Brendan, insofar as possession. If you like possession games, that's what it is. Both teams afraid to make mistakes. As we said, Dunlai trying to hang in there. They need to hang in there for as long as they can. And they're doing that. I mean, they could, the game could have been out of sight if they had to get the three goal chances. They didn't get them, and they're still hanging in there, as he said. 1-9 to 1-6. Shamrocks lead. 15 seconds of normal time remaining. A little bit scrappy from Shamrocks in the middle of the field. The ball is handled yeah. on the ground now and it will be down to a two-point game. The additional time will be one minute and this could be the final passage of play. Referee Johnny Murphy has spotted a ball being handled on the ground and it will be Conal Cunning to look for his third point for the Antrim champions. Dunloy, the Ulster champions. They're up against the Leinster champions. That is Shamrock's Bally Hale. They're looking for their ninth title in AIB club. They're top of the leaderboard, the best team of all time. There's been a few good ones. Coming up and down here, always on St. Patrick's Day, but as you know, the calendar changed in the last few years. Here's Conal Cunning. Now, he's doing a lot of work on this one before he strikes it. I don't always like to see it, 
And he's got it though. It works. Whatever it is, he's doing it a lot works. Of, as they say in Bangary, he's doing a lot of shaping. <laughs> but it works. He's doing a lot of shaping, but he's worked. They it say that in Killing All as well, I they do. Know, and certainly One. in Bangary. <laughs> <laughs> One nine, one seven. 15 seconds of data time remaining. Cool Cullens are going to light, looking for another score. There's two between them. Ball is in the middle of the park. We're going to go along. He's a lively player. Keelan Malloy looks downfield. Has to turn back towards his own yeah. goal. Plays it back into the demanded run. He said could have played under 12. Oren <laughs> Quinn. It's going. Tri- it's trending on Twitter at the moment. Too and soft. here comes Dunlai. Conal Conning has the experience. Knocks it out to Nicky McCaig. McCaig with the... Oh, oh Nicky. Nicky, Nicky. He puts it wide and he puts it well wide. And Ronnie, you know, in a big Dan Croke Park, if they don't go on to win it, that chap will look back and say, oh God, it was probably the worst shot of my career. Referee Johnny Murphy blows the half-time whistle. It was an ideal chance for Dunloy. Ronnie didn't happen for them with that chance. However, Shamrock's lead at half-time by two points, 1-9 to 1-7. The scoreboard hasn't been set on fire either. No, 1-9 to 1-7. And yes, they'll be disappointed with that miss, but they'll be delighted, Brendan. Their job and their aim was to be in this game for as long as they can. Dunloy will go in reasonably happy Ballyhale will go in a little bit disappointed because again they have the hadn't clear chances they had certainly goal scoring chances more I'm looking at the stats up beside us Brendan 19 score chances Ballyhale have had and Dunloy have 10 so Dunloy will be more economical from their scoring chances for sure but certainly Dunloy they're hanging out there they're, ve- they're as we said they're very keen naturally to win this at all earned they've been down in the past I suppose and they've lost all errands in the past but hey Ballyhale a little bit disappointed had three chances they had three chances and as I said maybe just maybe they'll hang in this game but certainly Owen Cody is on fire imagine if he had to get those chances he'd have 3-3 three, three on the board yeah just looking at the puck outs which is a big part of hurling as well even Stephen he should have won several of their own puck outs which Dunlay have done well on then if you look at it that way but you've said it all there nine extra chances for the Shamrocks on goal to ten that's a lot in a game of hurling and it just goes to show the possession that they had but in fairness to Dunlay they did get their chances and a chance to pull it back to a one point game you can put like some people that say I've no time for stats whatsoever yeah. it's about the scoreboard yeah. and if you had got that last score it was a one point game yeah and look certainly the biggest stat for me Brendan is, is the quality of the pitch it's very unfavourable to Hurland it's very unfavourable to the Shamrocks it is a criticism of Crow Park today maybe there's too many games being played in the month of January uh, in the Crow Park it's been harsh as well it's the been, weather it's been harsh yeah. but it's certainly not conducive to what we're used to Hurland look these footballers it's a different animal a different game they won't mind the quality of the pitch because in this case they won't be going down as much but look for this Antrim team Ryan Elliott has made two brilliant saves Owen Cody's had two chances of goals Owen Cody is flying at Ballyhale are doing reasonably well only reasonably well and Dunloy got a great goal to yeah, start they it. did they done, got a great goal to start but Dunloy as I said for their chances that, that have been presented to him they've got more economical and look that great score from the corner back when he came from the length of the field to score that great score <laughs> but look Ryan Elliott has kept him in the, uh, the game Owen Cody could have had 3-3 as we said he's got 1-3 he's on fire as we said but certainly the rest of the Shamrocks players maybe not playing as well as they'd like and if you remember during the year Brendan they did mention all year Ballyhale have hurled only for half an hour is a different night of good first half or second half they hadn't put a quality hour of hurling in in fairness uh, I read a great article a few months ago from Colin Fenley you know it's not so long ago up in Offaly St. Rhinus could have taken them in last year's campaign and they didn't take them St. Mullins gave them a fair rattle in Port Lee. so in the last few years like the gap is not as wide as it once was Ronnie you know these teams know we're going to give it a go they've set the bar Ballyhale Shamrocks in the last few years but any team they've played in recent times has given it a fair go and Kilmacud were unlucky here the last day that they didn't get out of here either yeah, well, but before 
before the before the Ballygunner game. With the great respect, we're all saying that for the last twenty years yeah, we could have. They still win. We just still win. They're the brilliant and they're the best, and yeah. that's why they are the best. But today, if they had to get their chances, uh, Niall Shortle had a chance, and Owen Cody, they've had three clear goal uh, chances. This game would be out of sight. Let's not run that. But that's the day of the game, as you said, Brendan, at the very beginning. Some days your look might be in. Yeah. Now, Dunley, they're hanging in there, one nine to one seven. They're going to that dressing room, and Gregory O'Kane is they're going to leave. Tell, they're going to say, lads, we're still in the game. Yes, they had chances. They didn't take them. If we get our chances, so just you just never know. But look. Ballyhale, as I said, have had the chances. They haven't taken them. They need to take them just to settle themselves down. Okay, before we hand back to the studio, did you ring Mickey and Elaine to congratulate them? We did, we did. I had him on the text. Had him on the text. Couldn't He's make it today, babysitting. Babysitting, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's well, listen, this game is brought to you thanks to Jerry Cover for drilling. It's half time in Park and Croaking in the AIB Club Senior Hurling Final. And Shamrocks Bally Hale lead by two points. Yes, just two. Shamrocks Bally Hale 1 9, Dunloy 1 7. We'll hand back to Shane and the lads in the studio. They have lots to do. And we'll be back to Croke Park in about seven minutes' time. Back to you, Shane. Thanks very much, Brendan. We're going to go to a quick ad break. And in between this time, we'll try and get in touch with Tommy Murphy, who's at the Carlo and Me. Kill Cup encounter. Don't go anywhere. KCLR Live Sport. The AIB GAA All Ireland Senior Club Hurling Final. Ballyhale Shamrocks versus Coop Collins Dunlight. With thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited, Well Drilling Services, Piltown. See jerrycomfortdrilling.ie. Yes, we'll be going back to Crow Park in just a few moments. It is Shamrock 1-9, Dunloy 1-7. That early goal coming from the hands of Ronan Malloy. Lovely hand pass from Keelan there to set him off on his way. But Owen Cody managed to get on the score sheet for Kilkenny. So, very interesting tie. You know, you can't forget what happened against Kilmacud Crooks. Of course, Kilmacud coming into it after such a resounding performance in the first half for Shamrocks. Then again, the first half performance against Nace. Is this going to be a thing? Is it a one-half performance? We have previously heard of the fact of players not being brought on. Happened in Kilmacud Crooks. Adrian Mullen is out. Will we see him introduced or is his injury that serious? Lots of factors at play now for the second half of that game. We'll be going there very, very soon. Nicola messaging saying a shout out to everyone listening on KCR but watching on TG4 on mute. Go on, Bally Hale. Yeah, we certainly agree with that sentiment. Hi, can you say a big hello to Parik Buggy and Laura from Ballyfoyle listening to the coverage from Barcelona. Well, hopefully it's a lot more sunnier than it is here today. It might be sunny up in Netwatch Cullen Park, Carlo are out to face Meath in their last Kill Cup game. Two wins on the trot for Tom Mullally's men. Hopefully a third will see them go top of the table with Meath and Kildare still to play their final game. Joining me now on the line is the legend that is Mr Tommy Murphy. Tommy, how are you doing, sir? Yes, Shane, we certainly have. We have played six minutes here and Carlo in a good position. They dominated the first six minutes. Meath probably had... a. Uh, two raids but in the meantime Carlo has one goal and two points on the ball to Meads no score and they're on the attack again Tierden Kavner sent over the first point from play um, from the left wing and then Carlo stuck two wides before Finton or uh, Fierke O'Toole from the right wing sent over a need point but just as you were coming over to it there a great move involving a lot of players cut to me the fence in through Tierden Kavner got the ball he got to stick it in and the goalie came out, but he just got to tip it in over his head into the net. A nice cheeky goal, but you'll take it any time you get it. So seven minutes gone, and Carlo won two, Mead no score. And very quickly, um, you must say to the management team that they have given all the players in the uh, Cup games, um, um, all the players on the panel, 
a run today and today is no different to have introduced a few more players but the team that lines out today in goals here in Abbey Navon right full back Niall Bulger Baggestown Gales full back Connor Lawler Charlottetown and left full back Paul Dyle St Mullins the half back line Paddy O'Shea St Mullins on the right in the centre Kevin MacDonald Mount Leinster Rangers on the left and um, on the, in the centre and on the left is Pick Fitzpatrick Mount Leinster Rangers Centre of the field is Kieran Whelan, Ballon Killing, and coming in a late change there for Richard Cody then is Navon's Scott Tracy on the middle of the field. The right half forward also another late change. Jake Dyle comes in for John Nolan. In the centre is Connor Kyo, and on the left is Jack Tracy. Jack also comes in for John Dyle, Jack wearing number 24. Top of the right, Fierro Tool. Full forward, Kieran Kavner, and top of the left, Paddy Bolin. And certainly, I suppose, we're looking for the, the management like of Tom Lally, Christie and Pat Murphy will be looking to put the best 15 together because it's a big game here on Saturday week when they take on Kildare in the first round of the National League. That's here in Newhouse Cullen Park at 2pm on Saturday week. But in the meantime, the people that's out there are doing their best to impress them impress the selectors and at the moment there's a long free here from Kevin MacDonald right from the middle of the field about five yards in from the sideline everyone goes up but it just drops to the left and right and the score remains Carlo 1-2 meet no score so um, I just see that the, the Shamrock's Valley Hill going fairly well Shane yeah, there's two points in it there now. Shamrock's had a good few chances and uh, to be fair to the Dunlight goalkeeper, Ryan Elliott, he was fairly up for those two chances. Um, F- Shamrock seemed to be going with a lot of high ball, apparently, judging by what the lads are saying, into Colin Fenley, using that height advantage back there. But Dunlight certainly still in it. Their pace caused them problems in the opening five minutes of the game. Of course, that goal coming at the hands of Ronan Malloy, a lovely hand pass from Keelan, setting them up, buried it low, leaving Dean Mason no chance. So it's very much game on coming into the second half of this, Tommy. Yeah, uh, just as you were taking before we leave, before we leave you, Shane, Damien Healy has sent over Meade's first point by any... By no matter the means, just to say Carlos won two to a point, Mead will make this a, a strong game as well. There will be contestants as well as they come through. But at the moment, 10 minutes gone, it's Carlos one goal and two points. Mead one point. Just stay with us, Shane, because I think the umpire is coming for that flag. It's gone over the bar. Another point for the Carlos men. I'm just looking the man that sent us over a speaker, Fitzpatrick, from uh, just out on his own on the, 70, on the 65 metre line. So 10 minutes, it's over 10 minutes gone. Carlo 1-3, Mead 1 point. Back to you, Shane. Tommy, just before I let you go, we've seen Wexford Chadwick's Park there rocking last night with over 15,000 people there out to support Wexford and indeed Kilkenny. We know that Carlo GEA had free entry into Netwatch Cullen Park today. Do you have any fans out in the stands? Yeah, there's a good few fans out yet and uh, I must say that the Tour Cup um, this year, I'm not sure about the Welsh Cup, but the Tour Cup was definitely free admission and, uh, and it's certainly good. But um, people just want to get out again. And today is good. I heard you saying there before we come over to me that the sunshine, it may not be shining, but it's fine anyway. A little bit overcast and not cold, not that cold or anything. So people are happy to be out. Good, good number of people in the stand and a few stragglers on the far side of the, on the, on the terrace side as well. So that's the setup here in Carlo. And definitely um, pressure mounting on what 15 will be ready for the league when, when that comes up, as I said, 
and the league is the big one as well. But it has been an interesting talk up front. You were right when you put your finger on it there that it'll all come down to the next game next week between uh, Kildare and Mead. At the moment, Kildare are um, on Carroll level, but Kildare has a game in hand. Today is Carroll's last game in the Joke Up. They have a bye next Sunday. But just for the moment, before we go, Shane, Mead takes that. Is that their second point gone over the bar? Here, Nabby looks up and has gone over from a green helmet there on the far side. So it's one three to two points. Thanks very much, Tommy. I'm getting word that they're back out on the pitch in Crow Park. We'll be speaking with you from Netwatch Connell Park very, very soon. So enjoy the rest of that game. But for now, Brendan Hennessy and Adrian Ronnie Ronan are looking at Dunlay running out onto the pitch as we speak. Shamrock's out before him. Brendan. Over to yeah, you, thanks sir. Thanks very much, Shane. You're very welcome back. Well, before we come to Ronnie, we've Ray McMenamin here, a well noted journalist and a man that works for the national broadcaster. He's been involved in Champions Cup rugby, uh, Pro 14, Pro 12, the whole. And he's a chemical croaks man, but he's watching the Shamrocks here today. He's beside us. Ray, what have you made of it all so far? Well, it's a very good game, Brendan. And uh, I don't know what the feeling in Kilkenny was if Shamrocks thought they were going to have it their, all their own way, but they certainly haven't. It's a good game, good possession game, as I heard Adrian say in, with you in commentary in the first half. And Dunloy are certainly putting it up to them now. I do expect uh, the quality to shine through and Shamrocks to pull away now in the second half. But uh, it's been a good game, a good entertaining game for all the people that have come to Crow Park today. And for all our football listeners, Kilmacud and Glenn, it's going to be one hell of a battle. You're shouting for Croaks, of course. I'm certainly shouting for Croaks, and I think they uh, will do it. I think they have all the necessary things they need to get it done. Last year's experience of losing in the final uh, it should stand to them when it comes to uh, today's game. Um, but uh, yeah I fully expect Croaks to do it but I think they won't have it all their own way either Brendan I think it's going to be a, a, a hard fought game of football as it always is with Ulster opposition thanks a million we'll have a word with you later on right we'll have a word with you later on right Ronnie a chance for the Shamrocks going forward there from the Troyan it's out for a 65 and I think young uh, Elliot might have done a little bit better in the goal on that occasion but I think he probably was afraid to chance it but it's going to be a 65 and a chance for Shamrocks with the opening score in the opening 30 seconds of the second half as the clouds gather here in Dublin yeah no changes in either team it seems our little friend Connor back Oren Quinn is picking up uh, in Shartle but again TJ Reid uh, has a chance here now to settle Shamrocks down as we said 1-9 to 1-7 won't be entirely happy Strikes it well, yeah. Nod of the head from the from the umpire to the man with the white flag. So TJ opens the scoring for the first score of the second half. So it's now 110 to 17. They're the things you don't want to be given away, I suppose. I know 65 is happening again, but don't lie, need everything to go their way from here on in, Ronnie. They do, of course, as we said. Being the underdogs, they certainly do. But look, Ballyhale, as I said, the pitch again, I'm going back to the pitch, it's not conducive, as I said, to quality hurling. And again, don't lie, to be fair, each time that they do get the opportunity to run at the Ballyhale backs, they are causing them a little bit of bother. I think Dunlay have got in on a few occasions rather easily and the Ballyhale men won't be happy with that but can Dunlay keep that energy they're looking over their shoulders every time they get a chance they're looking to see where Colin Fenley is because they know now Colin Fenley and Owen Cody Route 1 Ballyhale look are trying to isolate Owen Cody and uh, Colin Fenley inside to get the ball into those players and now as we said Dunlay playing with a sweeper now because they need to they can't afford to give Owen Cody and Colin Fenley the chances they got in the first half Here comes Cornell Cunning he scored three frees to win the first 
first half into the Hill 16 end. He was never going to miss as the rain falls lightly on Croke Park. Cunning nails don't lie for score in the second half. This game brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling. Well drilling services, Pilltown. See Jerry Comerford Drilling.ie. Here comes the puck out from Dean Mason in the Shamrocks goal. The full back line in front of him doing quite well so far. The long ball comes all the way down. And you know what? While he didn't get on the score sheet in the first half, Owen Keneally, I thought he put in a great shift. He's got a great start to the second half, Ronnie. But that's a tremendous puck out from Dean. Down to Owen. Bang, bang, over the bar. Yeah, great, great score by Owen Keneally to settle down uh, the Shamrocks men. But that was the score of the game. Young Keneally, I think, might be playing his first All-Ireland final. Has been on and off this team for the last few years. But that was a wonder score, to be fair to the chap. Brilliant score, score of the day. Here come... Dunloy, ball cleared downfield by Conor Kinsella, down as far as Nigel Elliott, chance here but Richie Reid mops it up, all his experience been used there, the Kilkenny captain of 2022, downfield it goes, Joey Cuddy is on the far side, bit of an out over Joey coming in but he's checked off that injury that caused him problems for a number of weeks as Dunloy moving well, it has to stick for them, it sticks this time, but that well, time was Shefflin. poor, yeah, Shefflin put in a great hook there, one back and the strike will come over. from no. the Shamrocks, but it's a wide ball, their wides have been few and far between. Don't lie have to get back into this game big time they're trailing only by three only by three with three and a half minutes played in the second half One eleven to the Shamrocks One eight to John Lai big ball downfield been tidied up on that far side by the number seven Dara Corker and Ballyhale Shamrocks now they'll work it down the Cusick stand side Paddy Mullen they're getting a little more space the Shamrocks Paddy Mullen with a big one downfield yeah. but it's well taken by Kevin Malloy they've come yeah. back with the sweeper now Brendan they've had to mind the D because they've analysed the match at half time as I said Ballyhale had the chances but now Keelan Malloy is Kevin Kevin Malloy is staying back in front of Fenley and in front of Owen Cody so playing with the sweeper they're going to take their chances and see can they work it from behind well here's Killian Cork when he took the ball back there from Richie Reid I think it was now Owen Cody on that, it's not Owen Cody that's Paddy Mullen on that far side now it's Owen Cody I was watching the flashy boots but the referee has spotted something here he's given a free out to Dunloy from their own 65 metre line the scoreboard remains 1-11 to the Shamrocks 1-8 to Dunloy 4 minutes played in the second Second half. Here's the quick free from Paul Shields, the captain of Dunlight, down to the corner. He's looking for Cornell Cunning. Cunning is trying to turn inside Joy Holden. He'll have a job doing that, but he goes back around for a second bite of the cherry. Ah, Joy brilliant. Holden stays with him. Just watch the flight of the ball all the way. Tremendous block down from Holden. And out come the Shamrocks. The hand pass will find Joseph Cuddy underneath the Cusick stand. Cool, calm, and uh, sends it all the way down towards Owen Cody. 1-3 from the time to move them in in the first half. to come forward. Takes return ball. Referee gives a uh, dropped the hurl to pass the ball was it yeah he's, very, Corcoran, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's saying that but again a little bit harsh but again as we said Dunloy have come out with another plan Brendan here they've sat back now and number 6 Kevin Malloy is doing, they're doing their best Ballyhale maybe might have to bring Owen Cody back out the field and maybe TJ inside and go to route 1 but certainly they've settled down a little bit Dunloy 1-8 to 1-11 there's Dunloy with the short ball from Paul Shields across to his centre back Kevin Malloy Kevin Malloy gets it up to the middle of the park. There's a Sean Elliott scored in the first half. Now the can the score from here. Gets it over as far as Eamon Smith. Eamon Go Smith goes for a big one. It's a lovely move, Ronnie, to their credit. And they found a man in space and in the wet drizzle falling in Croke Park. Eamon Smith nails one. And Ronnie, to be fair to Dunloy, they're staying in this game big time. Two between them. 1-11 Shamrocks. 1-9 to Dunloy. 14 points to 12 in points total yeah, big ball downfield here comes Cody Owen Owen Cody round the corner he comes plenty of pace this fella SETU student in Carlo last year sends it in put under pressure this time oh it's a 65 yeah. 
It's a 65. Now, that's a rub of the green. Yeah, he was blocked down in fairness, Owen Cody. To be fair to the Ballyhale man, Owen Cody is the looking like the most dangerous when the ball goes in. He's given him, uh, each of the Antrim guys a torment uh, in the second half and in the first half in particular. But again, as we said, fortunate there to get the 65. Well, here comes TJ with the 65. Some lads are trying to gain a yard. Uh, <coughs> this fella's taking an extra yard. <laughs> he's, he's, he's well, he's outside it. He's it's, it's, not, ex- yeah. it's, not, it's not exactly a yard, but anyway, here he is. TJ Reid looking to add to his tally. He's got four scored already. A point from play, two frees in the first half, one free in the second, and here's a 65 into the canal end. The Davon, it's been called for the last 21 years. Fell off that a little bit, but it's all the way home from TJ Reid. He sends it in. Point flag is raised. And it'll be raised in Gorn Park for the Tiestas meeting on Thursday. Big day in Kilkenny. It'll be there from all around the country. We wish Eddie Scally and his team all the very best in Gorn on Sunday. The white flag has been raised here. TJ Reid raises that one. He played in their golf classic. Huge day coming up. You'll hear a lot of the coverage on KCLR 96 FM as the big ball comes downfield. Shamrocks tidied up in their own full back line. Downfield, oh, it's a wasted ball on this occasion. Evan was the man who won it. He done well to win it. Back comes the centre back, Kevin Malloy. Nice player, Kevin Malloy for the Dunlyman. Plays it back into the middle of the park to Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott runs Egan Spoon style again. Chased all the way. Referee said there was a lash there from Paddy Mullen. He tried to knock the ball off the stick, but he caught the Dunlyman. He's picked up a bit of a knock. It was a definite free, Ronnie, but it was a clumsy enough challenge by Paddy it was but uh, TJ had missed him and uh, Paddy might be fortunate there but again Brendan to be fair to Dunlai when they can and if they continue it they might just ha- upset Shamrock by running at him and each time they run at him through the middle they are asking questions of him but unfortunately for them they might be able to run for that f- 70 minutes but certainly having Keelan Malai he's gone back now sitting in front of Ka- Colin Fenley and that has helped him Brendan in these opening 10 minutes of the second half and it just look they're trying to consolidate and they're keeping the, t- the scoreboard ticking over Brendan and there's another one yeah. Cornell Culling two frees in the second half three in the first 112 to 110 now two between them 38 minutes gone in the 60 minute game here's the puck out from Dean Mason a man that certainly kept Shamrocks in this championship with his performance in the NACE match in the Leinster championship this year here comes Shamrocks back across field they come now what can Paddy Mullen do this type sends it way over to the far side TJ was there got a bit of a dump before he received the ball Colin Finley goes in his first touch is brilliant he's big going forward Colin lays it back towards TJ tries to make a yard for himself sells a dummy feeds it back in field to Finley the two veterans linking well together Finley still goes forward back to TJ TJ takes a swipe 65. it's a 65 for Kilkenny it's as good as a point at this moment in time well for Ballyhale they're representing yeah. Kilkenny 1-12-1-10 the two veterans they call them it's only yeah. like the other day they started playing but here they are in the twilight of their careers yeah again I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't just take their point there again but it just maybe just shows the frustration that maybe Ballyhale Shamrocks maybe not pulling away from this game as, as they may have anticipated because that was an easy score for Colin or TJ on different occasions but they decided to run and take him on and maybe TJ as we said will put this over the bar but again Shamrocks as we said, are a little bit frustrated they're not humming and buzzing like they'd like to they're still doing well but look the longer Dunlai stay in it Brendan the longer they have a chance yeah and even as the theory rating now because it's raining in Croke Park as well here's TJ he must be a little bit superstitious about not putting it on the 65 metre line itself he's well back behind it however he's dead straight in front of goal he's looking for his 6th score he's looking for his 6th score here's the lift there's the strike the Dunlai supporters being very very sporting 
blowing their trumpets and cornets but you can blow what you like TJ has stuck it in and over the bar Kilkenny Minor A final uh, Connie 4-9 21 points James Stevens 1-8 that's just over in the Kilkenny Minor A here comes Shamrocks Evan Shefflin in the half back line into Paddy Mullen in the middle of the park Paddy Mullen to the half forward line Colin Fenley reached out for that looked like there was a hand on the back referee hasn't given anything to Colin Fenley he feels aggrieved Dunlay moving forward Shrewon McFerrin McFerrin came forward Shamrocks stood up the tackle was immense from Shamrocks winning it back balls on the ground who's going to win it Ronnie's man Oren Quinn comes across to get a touch on it TJ Reid battles hard throws in the shoulder Evan Shefflin will let it run out over the line and that will be a Shamrocks ball but there'll be no distance in this line ball Ronnie the grass is not conducive for taking a long range sideline cut and uh, no one knows about better than Evans he has to go along the group oh it's gone in field and they missed the flight of the pat Derek Corkin let it through his legs Dunloy have it gift, back a gift, present gift. a present for Dunloy and Keelan Malloy of Dunloy has stuck it in and over the bar it's now 16 points to 14 113 to 111 that was uncharacteristic of Shamrocks to give away a ball like that but it comes back to the grass for the sideline cut he had no other option than to do what he did yeah it does and again here's this man now McKevin Malloy at centre back and just on that Brendan congratulate the, the Conaghy girls but on the St Bridget's girls who won the under 22 Camogie final yesterday and uh, in a very entertaining game in Connie. but look the more this game goes on Brendan the more uh, Dunloy are starting to believe in themselves and they're in it they're in it here goes Owen McFern he's a big man at nine nice ball centre to the half forward line comes back outfield oh, hard working number 20 Nicky McCaig he's done well he wasn't the start again but he did start it gets it back to Sean Elliott he pulled the trigger there but he was under pressure pulling it and a bit of intelligence from TJ Reid the best hurler we've probably ever seen as he sends this ball across and we've seen a few good ones best all around player right to the far side to Paddy Mullen Paddy Mullen knocks it back towards Killian Corcoran Killian dropped it initially he delayed his pass then way way great downfield ball. looking for Joseph Cuddy that's a great take by Joy Cuddy looks at the post and the Davin end it's a wide ball it's not going Shamrock's way at the moment it still is on the scoreboard they're leading by two but only two 113 to Shamrock's Bally Hale 111 to Dunloy of Antrim 42 minutes played a long time to go Ronnie but Shamrock's nine times out of ten get all those scores they do but it just goes to show the value of Adrian Mullen Adrian Mullen is a huge loss to the Shamrock's team and again like any great teams they need all their players and when you're down one or two players it does ask questions of your panel and the players and these Shamrock's lads now are being tested and are under pressure but they've no better team to respond but they're in a game and they're in a battle and they're going to know about it in the next 20 minutes they certainly are well I thought Derek Corcoran might have got a decision his way on that occasion there but Johnny Murphy was there and he didn't give it and here comes John Loy here they come there's a man in field no, there's a man inside he should have played him he didn't play him now it's a free in that's Paddy's second free it's a free in but TJ Reid is furious I actually thought Corcoran was fouled in the middle of the park but he didn't give it yeah and again but they're hitting hard Brendan and as I said the longer it stays on now that's Paddy's second swipe Paddy's going to get a yellow card for sure it's shown the replay here TJ was about to hook him yeah. and Paddy just came in with that wild TJ's one was over the shoulder yeah. he connected so yeah again look each time that's a yellow card if Dunlayer, which they have done their stats each time they run at this Ballyhale team and run through the middle they're keeping Richie Reid out of the game they haven't landed balls down on top of them they're playing the possession game we were critical or I was critical of it in the first half a little bit they've got more comfortable with it they're hanging in there and as we keep saying the longer they hang in there the longer they believe well here's Conal Culling to make it a one point game Conal Cunning the full forward for Antrim he's the full forward for Dunlai and he's in the club final and how he would love to win it heartbreak for them years and years ago 
he sends this one in so he's got three frees in the first half three in the second half and the thousands that have travelled from Dunloy are starting to believe this could be their day 44 minutes on the clock Joseph Holden the full back for the Shamrocks with his hand pass to Brian Butler Brian Butler legs it outside the 45 metre line his hand pass goes to Joey Cunahy Joey sends a ball way over to the far side it's not a great ball it's his now though because Paddy is gathered at Paddy Mullen Paddy Mullen's hand pass back out over his shoulder to Darragh Corcoran Darragh Corcoran flicks it back to the man outside the 45 which was Ronan Corcoran the captain now it's back outfield to Paddy who started is he going to have a go himself Paddy Mullen no he's not he flicks it back in it's not easy for the Shamrocks but they've turned and, they've stri- and that's a poor wide from the Shamrocks standard as well they're frustrating them Brendan Co- Cullens are well in this game mm. Shamrocks lead by 1.45 minutes just about so on the clock sub on the Coo Cullens team 21 Decky Smith is coming in onto the field and he's in for Nicky McCaig and he was doing okay as he well he was he was doing okay but look Brendan again we're just speaking about the Antrim lads they're believing the longer the game goes on oops the sharp puck out we know all about them and your man has lost it that's and a free, free in, in. And he had to give a free yeah. in that time and that's huge mistake again out of the Dunley man one point in the game sharp puck out doesn't work and bang mistake yeah and Shamrock's to Dunley's credit and you know we are supporting one team the Shamrocks mm. supporters will feel maybe we should have got one or two more frees but to their credit they've been very disciplined in defence as well they haven't given TJ many shots yeah no exactly and there hasn't this been this will only chances. be his fifth free yeah there hasn't been many chances but look maybe and you're right Brendan I think we have to give credit to Dunlai they've been excellent to be fair to them and I think that's probably the, the big stat out of, out of this opening half but again they're believing in themselves Brendan and that's of course in a game like this the longer it goes on there's TJ yeah. sends it in that was never in doubt he's got six frees now well a 65 and five frees I should say six dead ball situations we're back to a two point lead 114 to the Shamrocks 15 points to Dunlight we're into the 46 minute of a 60 minute game with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling well drilling services in Pilltown see Jerry Comerford Drilling dot IE Shamrocks take it but the breaking ball falls and favours Nigel Elliott of Dunlight back into the middle of the field it comes as a scrum for possession on this occasion a loose enough scrum and now it's picked up by Owen Cody 1-3 in the first half he's been put under a little bit of pressure Cook Cullens are digging in they're coming through the middle of the pack Owen McFarren here they go get to the Sean Elliott Sean no. Elliott no that's a waste an opportunity right down on top of Dean Mason Dean Mason has got to deal with it quickly and he has and plays it coolly out as far as Richie Reid who we have to say is having a quiet game but yeah. as Ronnie says it's not been landed down on top of him Richie's intelligent ball is down to Ronan Corcoran how he'd love to lift the All-Ireland Trophy here this afternoon takes the return ball Ronan sends it in around house Colin Fenley is underneath it flees there waiting prowling like a cat on the line but the full back Ryan McGarry stood goal side he's done well the ball's on the ground referee is watching it so is the umpire it's loose back in field to the full back and a no-nonsense clearing from Ryan McGarry sends it out to the middle of the park but it's won back by the Shamrocks nice bit of skill in the middle of the park Brian Butler comes forward Brian Butler has it he got lucky Brian Butler pulls the trigger sends it goal bound has it the legs Brian Butler wide ball wide ball four wide Shamrocks in the second half yeah, seven wides in total still remains 1-14 to the Shamrocks 1-12 to Dunloy 13 minutes remaining in Croke Park a dreary wet afternoon in downtown Dublin we do hope you're enjoying our coverage live here on KCLR the puck out will come from Ryan Elliott the Antrim Inter-County goalkeeper outfield he sends it towards Conor Kinsella Dunloy come forward in their green and yellow shirts big ball a little bit overcooked too far forward 
Shamrocks have given it away ball's been given away by Derek Corkland they're putting themselves under pressure Shamrocks back come Dunloy are we into a one no. point game no it's a wasted opportunity again they're getting the chances Evan Shefflin takes the pass from Dean Mason inside his own 45 laces it down to Hogan stand side Dunloy gather Dunloy gather it no it wasn't too bad it wasn't too yeah, bad with this fella you don't know what's going to happen here Richie Hogan comes to mind Richie Hogan comes Aye. to mind Owen Cody is the man <laughs> It's a yellow card. The, the, in fairness, I didn't think there was anything was, in it. No, we no. caught him, he caught him. He yeah. went to the ground. He but, him, but to be fair to Shields, he got up reasonably quickly. Uh, Johnny Murphy just has to give him a yellow, and rightly so. But uh, I don't think there was huge intent out of Owen Cody. But again, Brendan, look, there's only two points in it. That, yeah. that game, they're hanging in there. And as we said, Tamarock's Ballyhale, definitely not buzzing and definitely not humming. But that's a sign of a great team that are hanging in there when things are not going well for them. And how they miss, though, may miss those rude chances in the first half. They had those three clear goal chances, didn't take and Dunloy are hanging in there here comes Cornell Cunning Ronnie this will prove the man here now he's been excellent with all his frees this is his longest out the field he's on his own 65 if he nails this they have a serious chance and I think he oh, has nailed that shot. no it sure was a dangerous ball it has to be tidied up by Derek Corcoran and Derek Corcoran knows he can't give away a position like he did a few moments ago everything will have to be tidy Evan Shefflin big big ball downfield big big ball from Evan breaks inside the half back line of Dunloy tidied up by again by Conor Kinsella busy man today for the Dunloy defenders over to the middle of the park I think that's Paul Shields in possession he knocks it back to his full back his full back is Ryan McGarry McGarry with a patient strike out to the middle of the park Shamrock's intercepted can they hang on to it they have it and the man with it is Owen Keneally Owen gets a nice hand pass now can they come forward with it Paddy Mullen Paddy Mullen sends it back in field Owen Cody runs onto it first touch is vital first touch it hit the ground after the second tidied up by Cornell Cunning Cornell Cunning carries it forward little bit of a block down on him there gets it to the middle of the park and a flick from Nigel Elliott keeps it moving for Dunloy Dunloy looking for a man outside he stays going lovely hurling from no. the number 12 Elliott but that just wasn't good enough in the end after they did some tremendous work in the middle of the park it still remains 114 to the Shamrocks 112 to Dunloy a two point lead for the Kilkenny champions and Leinster champions over the Antrim and Ulster champions but here come Dunloy is it to be a one point game Ronan Malloy yeah, who got the goal sends it in and it's over the bar and it's 17 points to 16 with 10 minutes left to go they've come from Antrim and they're putting up one hell of a battle and there's a change on the Shamrocks team here comes Brian Cody wearing 31 Brian Cody is coming in onto the Shamrocks team yeah and he has no hurling done but is flying and training in the last few weeks but he hasn't hurled all summer this is his first he's only been back since Christmas but this is what they need someone with experience someone with a bit of size because at this stage Ballyhale Shamrocks are on the on the racks they're we on say. the ropes but they're, look a sign of a great team not going well and still in the lead as I said but look Colin Fenley um, Brendan do you know what I, I've just noticed in the second half Ballyhale happened to hit this long ball now Colin didn't see the referee didn't see what happened and it was, I don't think there was a lot in it your man, I, your I man came to Colin and Colin shoved him and he went to the deck ask your chap from the under 12 team, yeah so. he went no, <laughs> no, no, no. 1-14 1-13 it's a free out fair juice to Johnny Murphy he made nothing of it but he knows you're here today yeah. but Brendan to be fair Ballyhale haven't I thought they were successful in the first half with the long high ball and they haven't done that they're now not getting the possession as we thought it's scrappy it's scrappy yeah here comes Killian Corcoran everything will have to be tidy there's another dodgy ball referee says play on 
Dunloy wanted a handball here's a run down the wing from Owen Cody sends it in ah that's the cream coming to the top 1-4 for Owen Cody that was a super move that Shamrock's at their best running they were on the canvas they were on the ropes back up to get and they win a point from the three judges bang Cody lovely run on the overlap pixie spot bang in she goes and the right lad got it because all day Owen Cody has been on fire Um, sometimes we've been critical of him but today when he's had the possession he's been on fire but Dunloy are not going out of this game Brendan they've come and as I said there's a sub on they're battling hard all over the field trying to make a game but there's a guy who's hurled very well for Ballyhale today as young Keneally he gave one or two big hits and he's given most support to Owen Cody Cody has come out the field now Brendan and he needed to because he's been inside out for too long and isolated possibly two point lead lethal in Gaelic games we remember a fella called Harry Rudder this time last year but is it now a three point game it is and Shamrocks will be hoping to make it a two score game if they can it's 19-16 1-16 to the Shamrocks 1-13 to Dunloy 8 minutes remaining Ronnie who finished that? Uh, Paddy Mullen a great score from the middle of the field again another guy that's doing very well and in shape but just when Shamrocks were rattled again brought the match back to a point they've got the last two scores two brilliant scores out of Cody and Mullen and again as we said those younger players starting to stand up now because those older players over the years have done so much to win games but it's the younger lads today are starting to show a bit of form Paddy Mullen Owen Cody and again Euron and Corkin he hasn't had a quite game but he's moved in wing forward Brendan and he's made a difference in the last two three possessions here he goes Dunloy have got 400 fellas goal side of him he didn't get in there and out they'll come your man has it again Oren ah. Quinn Jerry Wickstead is enjoying this one out of Dents in Denmark they're listening to us all over the world the Shamrocks are leading by 116 to 113 7 remaining over. that's gone in and over the bar and Killian Corcoran says it's not how you start it's how you finish and they're going to finish on top if they can keep doing that 117 to 113 there's a bit of a gap opening now it's a two score game and I mentioned the young lads coming to the fore yes it's all about Joey and Colin Fenley and TJ but it's the young lads have come to the fore and in this case Killian Corcoran what a score from a young lad 17, 18 years 18 years of age quarterback first all Ireland final to come over and put over a point like that TJ will come out the field slow it down get their breath back they've been rattled but they've answered it 113, 117 they've now settled again Brendan Chrissy McMahon is in for Dunloy what can Chrissy bring to the table Terry Ruddle came on as a sub last year but the goal was the winner when there were two points down Ballygunner Shamrocks if TJ Reid sends in this monstrous free back towards his own 65 will get the Ballyhill and the Kilkenny supporters cheering it's 117 to 113 Pat Hoban who you know well Ronnie is on the line it'll be some relief from when they get out of here if they can hang on 117-113 but it's all going right for them now at the right time of the game yeah looking again I mentioned the, the younger lads uh, Owen Cody has come back out the field Brendan and I think that's what's happened he was inside for 15 minutes there and enough ball wasn't going into him he's come out the field he got that brilliant score and he's bringing them more attention now because Keelan Malloy hasn't sat back like he did and there's TJ untypical TJ like wide ball but the young lads have been brilliant today Brendan for the Ballyhay lads especially the guys playing their first all irons young Keneally young Corkin uh, Connor back and young Keneally he's been very supportive as I said of Owen Cody and the likes of TJ but how often TJ and Fenley have done it for the, over the years don't lie if only two wides Ronnie Shamrocks now have officially nine yeah. only 11 wides in the game not so bad it's not the highest scoring game of hurling but 117-113 has been highly entertaining Shamrocks lead by four points there's five minutes and five seconds remaining here plus whatever at a time Limerick referee Johnny Murphy will have Bally Landers man his dad Shem played for Bally Murphy he played down in Limerick as well 
and Johnny is refereeing here today and he's given Dunloy a free over on that far side this is crucial for Dunloy they've got to get something here Ron and if they get a goal here by God Croke Park will erupt yeah they'll have to take their pointer Derek Harkins down and again Ballyhale don't need any of the, the, their splubs but look they've been as great ambassadors of hurling as we said for Kilkenny over the years today has been a serious tricky occasion for them because they came in here raging hot favourites and a lot as we said of their chances didn't come off for them but in this case they've been asked serious questions and they've held their nerve in the last few minutes and as I said those younger lads particularly Owen Cody Young Kennedy and Killian Corkin major chance now here for Cunning to stay and give Dunloy some hope for the last few minutes. The only Antrim team ever to win the AB club title were Lockheed Shamrocks. They won it in 83 and in Boy. 2012 and that ball for yeah. Dunloy has gone wide. And how does it always happen the underdog? That man has been 100% all day, uh, Conal Cunning, and this time he puts it to the right and wide. Is that pressure, Ronnie? Ah, of course it is. It's a big pressure free on that occasion, five minutes to go, trying to keep your t- uh, team in it. And now it's taking the energy out of the supporters as well, Brendan. It certainly is. Well, Shamrocks well on top with their titles, but they'll be hoping that another one we won't talk too soon here comes Brian Cody Brian Cody wearing 31 gets it to Colin Fenley Colin Fenley keeping up that wonderful family dynasty and Colin Fenley says well I'm off on my travels in a few weeks time and I want an All-Ireland Club medal in my back pocket that's his second of the day but that Shamrock's at their best they're just that finishing is. finishing well yeah. 118-113 no, they've come back and as I said they had to come back because the ball wasn't going in the ball wasn't sticking inside but this guy again Keneally to me he's, he's, been, he's been very good and seriously underrated but he's been very good today TJ uh, Reid Brian Cody big man your man just came and tried to stop him Ronnie Brian won't be happy with him I know he hasn't played much hurling but he did well to win it however Ryan McGarry who's had a cracking game at full back for the Dunloy men he plays it out to the wing half back position and the man there for them is Aaron Crawford no it's the centre back actually Kevin Malloy Crawford is not there Kevin Malloy to the middle of the park Kevin Malloy down over the 45 metre line now here they go they need something they need it quickly Ronan Malloy he got the goal in the first half to spread it wide across the park to Paul Shields the captain Paul goes for a monster he goes for a big one and if he gets it it's a super score and credit where credit is due to Paul Shields the captain from Dunloy that's a super score Ron yeah he's second point of the day a great great score but there's a goal they need they need to get the ball in the square they've brought they started two subs who've been excellent Brendan and the two subs they brought on have been very good so I, I'm just curious to know why these guys weren't playing in the beginning um, <laughs> but anyway it's a three point game four point game I'll watch Greg Bally Callan see if they do that play here comes Shamrocks are they going to wrap it up in Croke Park with two minutes remaining of normal time TJ Reid looking for another title I think it'll be sixth if he wins this one today here come Dunloy to defend it on the short grass just struggling to get the rise in the ball someone's boot is left behind it's a Dunloy man here come Shamrocks back again Owen Cody this fella's been outstanding he's been on his game the ball's flicked out though and it's out for a line ball for Dunloy 118 to Ballyhale Shamrocks One. 14 to Dunloy a change for the Shamrocks in comes number 17 that's Darren Mullen is coming in wearing 17 and Corkard, he got a bit of a knock he did a few minutes ago side, so he's been very good playing cornerback he's first All-Ireland still in St. Kieran's College and he can be very very happy with his performance but Adrian Mullen or um, Darren Mullen on he'll use all his experience as a spare man and sit back in front of the D and just shut up shop is that Killian is after being withdrawn yeah, yeah I think it's young Killian yeah, yeah I think it could be I thought it was myself there's going to be a free now Ron here's yeah, where this is the one they need like they're four down do you go looking for your point first or do you go looking for your goal first and then look for the point to level the match and take it extra time yeah I think they'll try and drop it in but Conin has taken the free so it looks like with all the shaping he's been doing he'll probably try and take his score 
Evan Shefflin took one for the team there by giving away the yellow card but look again credit to Dunloy they've been excellent Brendan I think you have to give great credit to Dunloy they've been excellent all through Ballyhale of course typical Ballyhale not hurling at their best and not buzzing but still dragged a victory out of the out of their lads particularly as I said today the younger fellas I'm really impressed with the younger lads today TJ and Colin and Joey have done it so often and so regularly for him the young lads came up trumps today Conal Cunning is going for the points now yeah. there's only a puck of a ball between them we're not in Harry Ruddle territory it's still a cushion of three points well, it's 118 to 115 21 points to the Shamrocks 18 points to Dunloy and we have two minutes officially of added time so we have two minutes and 15 seconds to play because it's 15 seconds to the 60 minutes here's a great take on the far side this is Owen Cody, Cody again. done well sends it up into the night sky of oh. Dublin City and that's going yeah. in and over the bar he's been brilliant yeah. that's 1-5 Ronnie 1-3 in the first half 2 points in the second half he's been absolutely outstanding no he's been the man for the mister we said it all day he was the one getting the chances didn't come off for him and he showed great heart all day and every time Ballinahe needed a score he was the man in the end of it and to be fair to him there's Mullen using his experience and look that's the beauty of Ballyhale to bring on a lad like that but look they've settled they should see it out now well here comes a long ball downfield 1-19-1-15 what a performance by Dunloy they gave it every bit of the way. Tired looking Phelan. Duffin comes across, clears the ball down to the corner. Another Antrim team that played yeah. in the final years ago in 89 was a Donovan Ross. They were beaten by Wexford champions Buffers Alley. Tony Doran played in that one. So did the great Kieran Barr. He was in a Donovan Ross's centre forward along with Jerry Rogan. Great Antrim hurlers there were at the time as well. There's Here, Joey Holden. He fancies a score, Joey. Sends it downfield. Have did a cushion. They certainly have. 119, 115, 22 points to 18. Four between them. Are we going to make it five? Paddy Mullen. Oh, wide ball, Paddy. Wide ball. We've seen goals in the last minutes in all Ireland finals and there is there's a chance here again short puck outs after killing him uh, Dunloy as I said there's a chance now this will go over that's Ballyhales to win yeah. they've won it now the heads have dropped Dunloy have been excellent but unfortunately for them Ballyhales experience and the young lads today have been brilliant Brendan yeah well there's a score from their captain Ronan Corcoran it's his first of the day he's moved into corner forward as well they changed things around but they had to there's five between them 120 to 115 61 minutes and 28 seconds 30 seconds remaining they have it in the bag now Ronnie here they come he's been outstanding Rowan Cody into the middle of the park a tired looking Dunloy trying to defend this one but Shamrock's come pile on the pressure and there's poetry in motion here now because Brian Cody not that Brian it's this Brian yeah it's Brian Cody <laughs> it's Brian of Ballyhale and a smile from Pat Hoban who you know fairly well anyway yeah. Ronnie I know and he's as I said Brian Cody he's about to travel as well so he's he's uh, made his contribution to this Ballyhale team because he's travelling the world as well and this is another Derek Harkin today Ballyhale has said there's a brilliant brilliant score by Harkin the floor scoreline will flatter Ballyhale uh, because Dunloy have been extant for 57 minutes but in these last few minutes the changes have made a difference the younger lads and the fresh and again the fitness levels and credit to Niall Lacey there because he has those lads and the Ballyhale lads humming into these final few minutes there's a big ball in field on top of Dunloy but it just wasn't to be for the hard working Antrim team as the referee blows the full time whistle and Shamrock's Ballyhale who are the record holders in AIB Club Senior Hurling Championships have added another one to their tally 1981 84 1990 2007 2010 2015 2019 2020 and now 2023 and I suppose only for Harry Ruddle if you're listening down there in Ballygunner you spoiled the party last year but 
the Rose of Moonkind belts out across Crow Park it's a win for the Shamrocks they've won this one on a scoreline of 122 to 115 it's heartbreak again for Dunloy they've had a great journey throughout Ulster into the All-Ireland Championship but they knew coming here today they'd have a chance but they also knew they're up against the best in the business well done Shamrocks Ballyhale well done Kilkenny Hurling Ronnie you'll be the first to take her head off to them they're a great team they never panicked either did they? No they're a great team and there were serious questions asked of them as I said today because again they, do, they weren't humming and they weren't buzzing like they normally were but for me today I mean how often has TJ Joey Holden and Connolly Friendly uh, influenced their victories but today they didn't influence them as much as normal today it was about the younger guys and particularly Owen Cody he was brilliant all through and any time he was on the ball but he had able contributions from the likes of Owen Keneally and the likes of uh, Paddy Mullen in the middle of the field and for me Killian Cork in the cornerback the younger lads today Brendan they can be very proud of what they did they can be a proud club as they always are but all over the field today just in the end the Dunlai lads they were excellent Brendan but they had chances there in the, between the 50 or the 44 and 48 minute and they hit three balls into Dean Mason's hand when they could have actually went over the bar those three chances for me would have put them a point up front they didn't take them and that's when Ballyhale pulled it up and looked the, the last seven minutes Ballyhale finished with a plum seven points to finish uh, a great record Ray McMenamin joins us again Ray you've enjoyed you've enjoyed that one the Rosamund kind belts out the rain falls in Croke Park but there's no stopping this Ballyhale team and as Ronnie said Dunloy to a man were excellent on the day they put in one hell of a battle just fell short in the end but Ballyhale or Ballyhale no absolutely it was a fantastic game uh, Brendan and great from both sides uh, occasionally like a stop clock Brendan I can be right and at half time I did say I thought that Ballyhale would pull away in the second half and a seven point victory in the end I think it's probably just about a fair reflection of the way the game went uh, as Ronnie says uh, the chances that uh, Dunloy had midway through the second half might have turned the game in a different direction but uh, the class shone through in the end and um, won't be cow milk in Ballyhale tonight I guess <laughs> I think there's them all sold it's all hurling no farming all hurling you enjoyed it anyway Ray as a neutral and you're looking forward to the football absolutely it was a great game for neutrals and there's probably not too many neutrals listening to this broadcast Brendan but um, uh, no it was a good game of hurling a good kind of not not a free flowing game not a high scoring game but um, plenty to enjoy about a good uh, and good play from both sides so uh, that was one for the neutrals I can't claim to be a neutral for the football final coming up but uh, the nerves are starting to build now you have a Donegal background I suppose but uh, the man that got mad of the match there Owen Cody deservedly so 1-5 1-3 in the first half and two points there finish up in the second half yeah look uh, Ballyhale have class all over the pitch and Owen Cody's a fine example of that uh, uh, very well deserved as man of the match award and um, I see him being interviewed by our colleagues in uh, TG Cahar uh, now. So, um, yeah, look, just a great performance really from 1 to 15 uh, from the Ballyhale team and uh, the subs that came on and they're well deserving of uh, how many All-Irelands is it now? That's nine now. I was going to say I've nearly uh, not enough fingers to count them on. <laughs> uh, not too long I'd say before before I'll need a, the third hand to start counting uh, yeah, Ballyhale All-Irelands. Well, good to see you today Ren. I know you have a busy few weeks coming up with rugby and Leinster flying it as well. Best of luck in uh, your, your broadcast career. I haven't seen you in a while but great to see you in Croke Park today. Best wishes to kill McCud Crocs. I know you'll be keeping an eye on the Glen as well being a man with a Donegal background also even though Derry. Absolutely, you know, we uh, we Ulster men uh, like to stick together, uh, but uh, no, my colours are very firmly pinned to the Kilmacud uh, mast this afternoon, but uh, thanks for having me on, Brendan, it's uh, great to see you again after a while, and uh, thanks for your good wishes, uh, It's uh, the fun never stops 
when you're working in sports broadcasting. It certainly doesn't. Ronnie, this is a great moment for a lot of players. Thanks, Ray McMenamin. Stay with us. Uh, a great moment. It's a huge moment for Ronan Corcoran, the captain, for his family and for the parish, for Ballyhale to come up here. Because, I mean, Ronnie, the record speaks for itself. And I know uh, they only lost two. And uh, the latest one was in the early decades. But this makes it a fantastic year for them because it's their 50th anniversary as well. They brought out the book. They've won five in a row in Kilkenny. And I know a lot of people are jealous of them, but success breeds a little bit of begrudgery. But all in all, Kilkenny folk will be delighted that a Kilkenny team are all Ireland champions. Yeah, look, and again, it's about the Ballyhale lads. They have a huge tradition, Brendan, as we know. But now this is the greatest Ballyhale team of all time. Yeah. It's now the best club team of all time. But it's also the best Ballyhale team of all time because their fathers and their fathers before them were great men. A lot of their fathers have won all Ireland and they've emulated that and now won five. I said, imagine for Harry Ruddle and COVID that we've been going for five in a row. An amazing team and again under different management and congratulate Pat Oban, Niall Lacey and Jimmy Maher as I said because they came in Brendan that wasn't an easy job to come in and train Ballyhale Shamrocks after losing at the Club wasn't. All Ireland and they stood up and took on that responsibility and it was a big undertaking to come in to that dressing room after their heads were down and remember Ballyhale today played without probably the best young hurler in Ireland at the minute in Adrian Mullen so that'll tell you the strength and depth and for all those poor club hurlers and followers in Kilkenny Ballyhale are going nowhere the sooner more than travel Joey's travelling Colin Fenley is travelling and Brian Cody is travelling hopefully Ryanair or whoever won't get him back the, the one stat is popping up for me and I'm not big into them but in three of their games they've scored 22 points like, yes. they scored 322 against Nace they scored 222 against Kilmacud Crokes and they scored 122 so if you're playing bingo now Ronnie you'll think of Ballyhale two little ducks yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but there's Ronan Corkin again all over the field Brendan they had a few lads with little knocks but look give credit here now to Dunloy Dunloy had been excellent they made that a very entertaining game they met the best club team of all time and they put up a great great fight to be fair to them and Kilkenny are in Antrim in a fortnight's time also in the league and it won't be an easy opening for Derek Ling and his team because they're always very competitive and in particular your first match in the league Saturday the 4th of February yeah well any time you go up to Antrim it's always a difficult assignment it's a big journey for Kilkenny Antrim hurling is on a high they've definitely given themselves great credit here today they can, they can go back to Antrim it's a moral I suppose it's morally it's not much good for the poor Antrim lads because they came with that belief obviously they came with that plan and they nearly executed it they nearly executed it but unfortunately as we said they met the best group of players ever to come out of Kilkenny and the best club team and today Valley Hale as I said just the younger lads for me came very good Valley Hale do the simple thing right don't they Ray? Absolutely and that's just so key uh, in hurling or any sport really get the, get the basics right and then you have a platform on which to build everything else and you can't do the fancy dance stuff up at one end of the field unless you have the basics all over the field and uh, no, they were very good at that but just to go back to what Ronnie was saying about uh, the state of Antrim hurling and it's great to see them uh, you know, back at the top table I think it's good for hurling uh, all over this island they're back when, in the Leinster Championship as yeah, well yeah exactly so I think it's good for hurling when Antrim are, are there in a Leinster Championship and are going to be uh, tough in, in the league now. Uh, as Ronnie says, going up to uh, Antrim is never an easy task and uh, it's good to see them back where they belong. Certainly is. Ronnie, just you mentioned the young lads there as well, but a special day for the TJs and the joys of this world. I know Michael has moved on, Henry has moved on, obviously. Uh, the years catch up with lads in the hall. But uh, a great day for the likes of TJ, Richie, I know. Uh, you know, the fellas that have been around the block for quite a while. And, and certainly, as I said, a great day for this young man lifting the trophy. Yeah, when you see the stats and you see TJ, Colin, eight all or six all earned medals, eight Leinsters and 11, 11 senior county 
what a record to have and to be fair to TJ and Colin and uh, Joey Holden I have to mention Rio that's TJ's older brother he has more medals than any of them uh, yes. uh, and he takes credit for that because he's more county finals and Mark Alward the goalkeeper so between those five lads they could um, as we said they have a tremendous massive record and to be fair Shamrocks a small rural club running as we know yeah. would uh, you know not and short one of their best players today to Adrian well, Mullen sure. massive loss but in fairness he, he, he demanded deputise from him quite well he did and again we're going through the, the different players they've, they've been excellent but look I go back to the management team of Brett, Pat Hoban Lacey and Jimmy Mayer that was a huge undertaking to go in there after getting beaten by Ballygunner last year it was a tough state to dressing room to go back into yeah, I felt sorry I now today feel sorry for last year's manager who more or less had the game won and he gave it everything he was an absolute gentleman the Liz Moore man yeah, James O'Connor, James O'Connor right? yeah. and today I feel sorry for James a gentleman to deal with as well and he was just so unfortunate with that goal the last minute things like that happen Rick sport can be cruel but Bally Gunner were all Ireland champions and we can't take it from them absolutely and uh, it, it maybe it bodes well for uh, my team in the football now this afternoon to for <laughs> Bally Hill to have come back having lost the final uh, last, year. last year yeah. Kilku sort of ambushed Kilmacud uh, in a similar fashion last um, time, uh, 12 months ago and uh, Kilmacud are back and as I said at half time I think that the um, experience of losing one will always stand here I think and hopefully if they find themselves in a winning position with a few minutes to go uh, in the next few hours they'll uh, they'll be able to finish it off OK, well, we'll try and get a little bit of post-match as uh, Ronan Corcoran were seven floors above him, so we won't pick it up clearly. That's where the uh, the victory speech is being made at the moment. He's thanking everybody with a huge congratulations to Pat Hope and the Banished Door, James Marr, Niall Lacey, the full panel. And I also want to thank Secretary Siobhan Kennedy, uh, probably when she was PRO, the best PRO in the country, but certainly the best secretary, and great to work along with him as well. So to herself and John and all the great people in Ballyhale who put in a tremendous effort over the last number of years and have always been very helpful and obliging to KCLR 96 event we wish them well and say congratulations from a noisy Croke Park they've won it again they've won their ninth title Shamrocks 122 to a gallant Dunloys 115 and as Ray McManaman said there won't be a cow milks in Ballyhale tonight we may bring up the Deja boys to milk the cows in Ballyhale Ronnie a pleasure to work alongside you with a few busy weeks ahead now with Carlo and Kilkenny in National Leagues and uh, that's the club championship over now but it's going to be wall to wall hurling league Joe McDonough Leinster championship it's all going to happen in the next while yeah we have to check and see the scoreline today I'm sure Kilkenny then next Saturday here again in the Welsh Cup that's right if the, if we'll have to see what the scoreline will be with Leach and Offaly yeah. a feast of hurling and it's only January and you mentioned outside they've been in Croke Park twice or three times already in January so I mean it's just brilliant the only little criticism out of today maybe is Croke Park might be getting too many games or else Ed Sheeran is getting heavier something's after going wrong but it's after cutting the pitch up a little bit something's going wrong okay well listen we'll talk to you during the week and I'm sure you'll be back on KCLR with a, a little bit of post-match from here the lads will be having a chat with you probably later on tomorrow night also but a pleasure Ronnie and thanks to Melin and the best of luck to your own club as well going forward and well done to the girls yesterday also yeah thanks very much Ronnie. it was a great day yesterday girls so it's lovely to be uh, to be still playing games and winning in that one OK and Ray great to see you again best wishes with your broadcasting career and uh, your, your great work behind the camera in front of the camera and thanks for everything as well and thanks for today thanks indeed Brendan thank you thanks that's Ray McMenamin Adrian Ronan I'm Brendan Hennessy Shamrocks Bally Hale are the All-Ireland Champions for the ninth time we get a bit of post-match we'll hand back to Shane and the team in the Studio One in Kilkenny thanks for listening to everybody across the world well there you have it Valley Hills Shamrocks for the ninth time are crowned all 
Ireland champions. A huge, huge accomplishment. Celebrations, no doubt, up in Crow Park and in Ballyhale and its surrounding areas. What a match. Dunloy, commiserations to them. Really kept in it until the final five minutes. Get your thoughts into us on the KCLR Dinners Ready. IE contact line 083 306 9696. Loads of messages were flying in as the game was going on. Bridget saying, Oh my God, my heart. Well done. And she's given a big well done with all these heart emojis and smiley faces and everything like that. We have some people apparently exiled in McCroom. Yes, exiled. Exiled in McCroom. McCroom's a lovely place, but exiled in McCroom, Ballyhell Shamrock supporters Lucy and Owen Kelly. Delighted with that. And all the way in the Arctic Circle in Vadso, Norway. David was listening to the coverage of the match. Keep those messages coming in. We'll certainly be playing them out as we await the post-match reaction from the game. The lads are no doubt running onto Crow Park, maybe joining in the celebrations. We'll also have post-match reaction from Kilkenny's game with Wexford last night. And indeed... Get in touch with Mr. Tommy Murphy at Netwatch Cullen Park for Carlo's final Kyo Cup game. It's all happening here on Scoreline. Do not go anywhere. KCLR Live Sport. The AIB GAA All-Ireland Senior Club Hurling Final. Ballyhale Shamrocks versus Coop Cullens Dunlight. With thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited, Well Drilling Services, Piltown. See jerrycomfortdrilling.ie.